please. We'll do it live. It. Do it live. Don't write it. Yeah, we'll do it live. What do we have here? What is this? The handsome contest. Look at us. Who would have thought? Not me. Who's with me? Let's go. Come on. The Silver and Brown Show, 97.7 Hits FM. Good morning, party people. How the heck you doing? Happy Monday to you and yours, 534. Happy Monday to you, Carl freaking Brown. I thought we didn't work Mondays. Ah, uh, you know. <laughs> it's been want, a couple weeks. Let's go back to the four-day work week. Yeah, what happened to that? We, Come on. We had the Monday off after WrestleMania, and then we had, uh, then we had a, a short week there with uh, Easter, so yep. the Friday and the Monday. I feel like we haven't done a Monday in a bit. Didn't somebody just unveil a four, like a country uh, is working towards a four-day work week? Finland was the one that was that we were talking about, and like they were discussing it, right? Yeah, it's it's under it's under review. A number of places, like independent businesses, who have done it, have found great success. Yeah, yeah. let's do it as a country. Yeah, four-day work week. Who's mm-hmm. in? Oh, and here's the deal: you get paid the same. If uh, not, yes, more. Yes, yes. Now we're talking. Pay more, work less. If there was a four-day work week, yep. Would you still keep the stats and stuff? Um, yeah, I guess okay. I wonder. Here's a better question for yeah, you. Good. The four day work week goes into effect. Yep. But they say to you, stats are no longer a thing. Okay. Okay. Aside from Christmas, we'll keep Christmas. Yeah, sure. Still closed on Christmas. Yeah, New yeah. Year's Day. Uh huh. Um, things like that. All a right. few of them. We'll let you. I, okay. We'll let you keep four. <laughs> you need to keep four. That's right. Keep so down to a four day work week, uh-huh. but you still get to keep four stats. Yes. To move around, mm-hmm. would you say yes? I probably would. I think I would too. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Of course I would. Yes. Okay. Yes stats yes. are all stats are gone. So if Christmas comes on a Wednesday, ooh, you might have to work it. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'll work Christmas on a Wednesday. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. If it means a four day work week. Yeah, just be a Tuesday through Friday guy for the rest of my days. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? Be sweet. Who cares? I'll do I'll do Christmas on the Monday or during one of the three days that I have yeah. every weekend. What about on that week it floats uh-huh. and you get like the Wednesday off. Okay. But you have to work on the Monday that week. <laughs> no, I'd rather keep the Monday. Yeah? I'll work the Wednesday. Oh, that's ma- You'll I'd never get keep- people on board. I don't care about other people. I just want my days off. Oh, I know that, but I'm saying we're universally voting now. Oh, this my effects are taken on other people. I thought yeah. it was just a personal choice. Uh, no, no, no. Everyone has to do. Everyone has to vote in. I let them vote. I'll do Christmas when they want to do Christmas. Why are we talking about Christmas? It's April. <laughs> I'm giving you scenarios. I don't like any of them. Okay, New Year's. New Year's. <laughs> I don't care about New Year's. Um, let it fall where it may. Yeah. Yeah. No, it falls in January. Yeah. No. I. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I got you. Yeah. Good. <laughs> it's better than the joke we got in the machine earlier. Way better. I'll actually. tell you that much. <laughs> Your lawn looked good this morning. Yeah, you know, I, I want to talk about that in a little bit. If we have any more weekends coming up like we mm-hmm. did yesterday, just even days like yesterday, my daughter was, she wants that pool put up. I'll tell you. <laughs> oh, you were were you fielding uh Oh, she was. She's like, it's, how are we not putting it up right now? And I had to explain to her that even if mm-hmm. I th- I put up the pool, yes, it's going to take twelve hours to fill it. That's right. And tomorrow, it's or today, yeah, is supposed to pour rain. It's actually supposed to be warm again. Yeah, it's a high of twenty one today. Uh, showers throughout. Chance of thunder showers as well. But I just I kept saying I was like, it's it's one day. Yeah. It. Uh, I'm I'm my my you vision. Show her the four. Forecast here Wednesday. The daytime high is five degrees. Oh, okay. There you We're go. We're not pool season yet. Yeah. 
I've in my brain I've implanted May Long. Mm-hmm. If May Long is set up to be really nice, how far away do you see? You still got like three, like three and a half weeks yeah. to fight this off. Yeah, man, it's it, it. May Long is what I'm thinking. If it if it's set to be really nice in the 20s in mm-hmm. on May Long, mm-hmm. I'm willing to discuss putting it up Friday night. Yeah, and we start filling Friday night, and then they can start swimming Saturday in the cold, cold hose water. <laughs> She's going to regret it as soon as she jumps Immediately. in. Because it takes a while Immediately. for it to warm up. Which, I was doing some you know. some yard stuff, too, as yeah. well on my end. It was yard day yesterday. It was a yard day yesterday. Yeah. It was hard not to. God, it was nice. Yeah. Yeah, it was. It was oh. hard not to get out there. Oh, it's just. Do you find your mood changes when that first real good bit of sun hits? No. I do. No. <laughs> Carl. God. Is it Tuesday today? No, we're just working on Monday. Is it Tuesday? <laughs> My God. No. <laughs> All right. We got our dink of the day coming up. Uh, we're going to give away the fridge today. I'm going to yeah. try. I'm going to give Carl a back rub while this song happens just to up his mood a little bit. Alexa's on fire kicking things off. It's a Soper and Brown show. Good morning, party people. Let's go. Soper and Brown show. It's 97.7 Hits FM. Let's get going here with our dink of the day. You know what? For a Monday, we're going to go to Florida, Carl. A warm climate. Very comfortable. I'm sure they have their pools filled. They, I think, yeah, year-round. I think you can year-round swim in Florida. Is that right? That'd be my guess. Well, you take the good, you take the bad. <laughs> then you have. Have you been to Florida? No. Uh, not I've yet. Been, I've never been to Florida. I feel like either. it's a bit of um, like uh, like an Ontario rite of passage to make the drive from here yeah. to Florida. I was talking about. Uh, I was talking to Tom McConnell from 610 about that last week. Yeah. Chelsea and I have a, a trip planned to Washington in a couple of weeks. Washington, D.C. The Browns go to Washington. <laughs> and uh, and I was talking to him about the drive because he's got he's got some friends or family that live in Florida. Okay. I was talking to him about the drive. Well, it's kind of like when you're in B.C., the drive to California is... Yeah, it's very much the same. Yeah, yeah. yeah. To drive from, right. like, Vancouver to Los Angeles is kind of one of those things you, you hang your hat on once you've done it. Uh, yeah. Fair enough. Well, we're going to go hang out in Florida. Where this woman won't be driving anymore, was driving for a living. Mm-hmm. She rented a car uh, from Enterprise. Sure. I just never returned it. <laughs> Don't know if you know this, but that's stealing. And they have ways of finding their own vehicles, do they not? So the woman proceeded to then use said car to drive Uber and DoorDash. <laughs> Both uh. of those things. They give you information of who's driving what or what kind of car is coming to yeah, your place. Yeah, we'll say, you know, you know, Cindy is approaching in a, you know, 2005 Honda Accord, whatever it says. Well, they put it out there that, you know, this car, the 2005 Honda Accord, whatever it was, yeah. uh, was stolen. Uh, eventually, after about a week, somebody recognized that this might be the car that I saw on the news. Yeah. Reported it. Police showed up, waited for her to show up with the DoorDash items. Oh, she was promptly arrested. Oh. Nicole Christine Martin, hmm. her name. That's a ballsy move to just rent a car and not come back. You can't. Surprise! Enterprise doesn't have like a little a little tracker bean in there yeah, or something I'm like that, right? Sure. You can't use a stolen car. For work purposes. Or if you do, like, like, you have to take it from a citizen, I suppose, as opposed to a rental company. Yeah. They'll find it, man. Yeah. Well, yeah. They're not just going to go. They have resources. I guess. Oh, I guess well. we lost another one. Right or off. <laughs> See you later. 
Fair, uh, fare thee well, vehicle. Nicole, Christine Martin, you're absolutely <laughs> our dink of the day. The Soper and Brown Show. Golden the ceiling, Soper and Brown Show, 977 Hits FM. We got a few texts coming in. I want to read those in a second. As kicking up the show, we were talking about how the country should go to a four-day work week. The world. Uh, yeah, the whole world for sure. I'm just focusing on us right now. Rudy, you wanted to chime in, man? What's up? Yeah, four tens. I've been on them since 2000. They're the best thing. But you're still working 40 hours. You're working 10 hours each yep. day, right? To yeah. Get 40 hours. I, I, and I'd be willing to do that for the extra day. Is it worth it for the extra day off? Absolutely, buddy. I Just in the wintertime, right, though, it's dark when you leave, dark when you come home. Yeah. There's, you don't get much done. So Friday is your uh, catch-up day. Yeah. 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 Saturday, Sunday is all yours. It's awesome. Well, so, kids, so you yeah. have, sorry, before you get in there, you have the Friday off, not the Monday? Yeah, Friday. Okay. Friday. You need and that. And then when it comes to a stat, we go back on eight. And then you could take the Friday off if you want vacation or come in and work. But you go back on eight-hour days when it comes to a stat week. Oh. Oh, okay. So your days are shorter Monday through Thursday, and you can either work the Friday or you can take it off. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Because because Monday or whatever the day is, the stat day, you already got eight hours paid. Yeah. So yeah. to keep a forty-hour paycheck, you just go on eights. And my guys will just take Friday out vacation because they don't want to come in. So it's actually a nice, even shorter week, right? Oh, right. Okay. Interesting. Right. Interesting. Right so on. so you you recommend it? Absolutely. I, I wouldn't work a, a normal eight-hour day, 40, like Monday to Friday. I, Oh, I, I, I'd have a fit. Yeah, what, my Friday's off. What do you What do you do for work, by the way? Uh, I work for a utility. Uh, we install poles, okay. build lines. Okay, all right. That's I think I'm going to put you on hold. Thanks, man. I think that totally makes all the sense in the world. Yep. Another guy in the text box here says, "Join the uh, local 30 sheet metal and roofers union. We got a four day work week." I think you would be shocked at the amount of people who would be super in to working, even though it's ten hour days. Getting that extra day off, I think you'd be shocked. Well, when you think about those three days and you have them off, right? Like that Friday, typically, I bet you do a bit of a runaround. Mm -hmm. Maybe your groceries, if you have any appointments that need to be taken care of, you're running out and doing those then. You know, your Saturday is your is your day of rest, usually a little bit, right? Mm -hmm. And then Sunday, you know, like yesterday, for example, maybe you're out getting some stuff done around the house or in the yard. Getting the three days to actually... Give your chance. You give yourself a chance to recover and get yourself in a better position and go back to work on Monday. Well, I, agree. I, I think you would see more people putting more into the economy too. Yeah, like, three days you, off. You get yeah. that extra day. Be like, oh, I'm gonna go out for dinner on the Friday, or yeah. I'm gonna like. I don't know. I just there's, I, a, there's a million reasons why it makes sense, yeah. and just about every company that's gone to it has seen benefit for their workers. So yeah. the only reason not to do it is probably because somebody else makes more money. Yeah. yeah. Is that what it is? Yeah, of course that's it. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Would would anybody ever be willing to, like, you know, we're coming up on election season. Uh-huh. Um, would anybody ever be willing to float that out there, I wonder? Um, I think it would almost have to be a federal thing, don't you? Oh, don't for, for sure. I, I'm sorry. I'm not yeah. meaning it's going to happen because we're having an Ontario a provincial thing. thing yeah. yeah. But I just mean, like, do you think anybody would ever have the guts to throw that out there and use it, like, uh, pretty hardcore is their platform because yeah. I think people would get behind it. The, I think I think time. somebody might eventually. Uh, another text here says uh, Union of Men, uh, Millrace, Hamilton, 1916. Just took a vote this weekend for a four-day, 10-hour work week. There and it is. Go. Yeah. There's a few. A few coming in. Uh, here, I work for, yeah, four longer days. Wednesday's off. Uh, nothing more than two days working in a row. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, I'm i in. Okay, so when we become mayors of... Yes. Um, <laughs> 
in North America, which that's what we're trying to become is the mayors of North America. That's right. That's you, the position we'll yep, hold. You heard me. That's right. Unofficial official. Yep. Yeah. That'll be the first thing that we push. What's the other things that we push? Uh, it's that. And then once we get that passed, we start benefiting ourselves. Yeah. Yes. I want also every Tuesday, everybody gets a free poutine. <laughs> free poutine. Wonton soup on Wednesdays. Yeah, okay, yeah. I, I'm willing to give people wonton soup on Wednesdays. We love a good alliteration. <laughs> yes, we do. WrestleMania weekend, yep. everybody gets one wrestling everybody, toy. Everybody gets the Monday off on WrestleMania. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Super Bowl Monday? Yeah, Super Bowl Monday is officially a stat. Although, yeah. uh, for our four-day work week, I think we'd give people the Monday off. Yeah, I would work Tuesday through Friday, Yeah, personally. That'd, mm-hmm. be, my, that'd be my preference. Yes. I think we should, because if we do that, then we don't need to give people the Sunday Super Bowl Sunday off. No, it's automatic. Or the WrestleMania Monday. There's always more events on a Sunday than there is on a Thursday. Would yeah. you agree with that? Oh, a big time. There you go. Yeah, yeah, big time. Yeah. Okay. Monday's off. Yeah. Uh, free poutine on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Free wonton soup on Wednesday. Yeah. We're very food focused, <laughs> be, uh, being the mayors of North America. More decisions to come. CHTZ. Just discussing our um, plans to become mayors of North America in the text box. That's right, yes. Uh, again, we are going to be putting forward the approach of Work hard, play hard. Oh, yeah. It's the work hard, play hard motto, uh, SMB approved, right? As, as you and I do. Four day work weeks, uh-huh. you make the same money you make now. Damn right. You just get more time off to spend it with your family and friends or for yourself. So we always talk about. I remember saying one time to somebody in the text box, I said, well, if somebody responded to us when we were discussing this and said, well, if people have more time off, they'll become entitled to it. And I said, yes. Yeah. Yes, that's the idea, <laughs> that we become more entitled to our time with our friends and our family. Yeah. Yes, that's the idea. Uh, mm. Somebody asked for free corn dogs. We'll consider that. Corn dogs? In our plan, we'll consider Ooh, it. I think, we, yeah, we put that as a goal somewhere, kind of like an NBA thing. Mm. Like if the team scores over 110 points, everybody gets corn dogs. Oh, great kinda idea. Kind of like, uh, you know, a Jackie Moon, uh, uh, was it a Flint Tropics kind of thing? Brilliant. Yeah, so we put a little, we'll, put, we'll hang a little carrot out there. Dang, what a, we'll dangle the corn dog for Mon- <laughs> Monday through Fridays, uh-huh. or maybe on the weekends too. We uh, we have like these sports things where we'll choose a sport for the day, like baseball, right? And for no reason whatsoever, we go if the Texas Rangers hit four home runs today, yeah, free corn dogs for the That's for right. North America, yeah, all of North America. <laughs> it's riding on the Texas Rangers for no reason whatsoever. The, the Pogo people sitting there watching, yeah. incredibly nervous. Oh Please, God. this will ruin us. No, this is great though because were you going to watch the Texas Rangers game on that random Tuesday? Well, now we're all in. Exactly. So if a team needs a push, yeah. that's where we step in. That's where we go. I'm telling you right now. Be a, lot of, a lot of Arizona Coyotes giveaways. Soper and Brown for the mayors mm-hmm. of North America. Co-mayor of North America. Co-mayor. Come on. I don't see the issue. <laughs> you, you know, I was laughing at the start of the show because Carl was, I don't know, a little grouchy. And I think I figured out why. <laughs> yeah. I think I figured out you got, why. You got an idea? Did I drop a hint? Well, it was uh, really nice yesterday, and yeah. I don't know if it's a universal thing, but for you and I, it was yard work day. Yeah, I mentioned to you when I pulled up today, so your you know, lawn looks good. You guys got out there, trimmed it. Yeah, I did, I did the lawn mow of the front and back, which let me say, I, I know for some guys, they love the mowing of the lawn. Mm-hmm. It's very cathartic for them. Not for me. It's a job. I just want it done. You and I talked I, about I think it this, looks yeah. nice when it's done. Mm-hmm. I'm, oh, yeah. I'm like, oh, that looks great. It totally looks good. I do not enjoy the process. I take very little pride yeah, in it. No. I'm with you. So yeah. it was yard day yesterday. But, Carl, why don't you tell everybody about a trip to the store that you made? So 
couple things. I went to this is something we've been after for a bit. Chelsea and I obviously we built that uh, that that patio kind of um, you know stone feature in our backyard last year, and we've got some nice patio furniture. But with that furniture comes you know all the cushions and all that kind of stuff. And we've our our back like our back deck has just become this. Yeah, so you have like the wicker ones with the cushions that come off. Yeah, right? that's right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Our back deck has just become like the storage space. So we've completely lost like any flexibility with that space whatsoever. And we've known for a long time we're going to have to get one of those like deck storage boxes. Some people have them like poolside, right? If you have chairs with cushions on them that you don't want to get just soaking wet, you get the, one of these waterproof boxes that you. Put all your cushions in mm-hmm. at the end of the night when you go inside. These things may be the biggest ripoff in retail history. Mm-hmm. This is essentially a plastic box. It's it's a, a, it's a nicer looking Rubbermaid. Yeah. Right. Yep. You know what these things go for? Oh. For like a reason, like for a reasonably sized one. Like we have, you know, it's it's four. We have four seats out there with like a with like a an ottoman, mm-hmm. right? And they'll have their assorted cushions. To store these in. The one I bought yesterday is $229. Oh, baby. <laughs> for a plastic box. Yeah. And which looks good beside the patio. Sure. And fit all but one cushion. Didn't even fit them all? There is one that doesn't fit. The one that goes on the ottoman is too wide, does not fit. Oh, everything I'd be else, furious. Everything else in there. One of them does not fit. So what do you do with that? I don't know. Throw it on the porch. Throw it away. That completely defeats the purpose of what you... Throw the ottoman out entirely? Yeah. Probably. I agree. <laughs> I don't know what to do with that yet. 229 bucks. And I looked around to, like, there... I, mean, I could not have bought a smaller one. No? All the smaller ones, it wouldn't have been even close to uh, to fitting. So yeah. we have this thing now, and it's there. And I'm glad that I solved the problem. Like, that's good. It's no longer all on my porch. Yeah. But I went... Yesterday, I, I also bought a, a, a leaf blower. The leaf blower was like 130 bucks, and it's so much more useful than this large plastic yeah. box that I purchased. How is the large plastic box more expensive? It's nothing. Literally, it what? is literally nothing. A hundred bucks more. It is the biggest ripoff. Is one of like is one of the necessary purchases that is just an outlandish, stupid amount of money. The because the the rubber maids are like I don't know 50 bucks maybe. Yeah. Right, but. The problem is, I might need. Yeah, it doesn't look. It doesn't as look good. that good. I might need two of them, and then what? You know, I'm gonna stack all the cushions in there, and, and then what? Like slide them back behind the patio where no one can see them, so it don't look like I just have two random giant rubbermaids sitting in my backyard all the time. I get like that's yeah, where they get you. They know. That's where they get you. They know you don't want to be a rubbermaid guy. Yeah. They because your wife's gonna. Oh, I, I want it to look good. I yeah. want it to look. Yeah. So here we are. I did all this productive stuff yesterday. You know, the laundry, the kitchen's <laughs> clean. I built this little thing yeah. with these uh, these bricks. I had all these leftover bricks. I flattened out an area. I laid all these bricks down in a nice pattern. I moved the uh, barbecue down off the off the deck and onto the bricks thing. The yard looks good, all this stuff. I'm just staring at this $230 piece of plastic in my backyard, and I'm hot about it. Can't <laughs> e- I can't even feel good about the productivity. I just look back at that thing and just go, what a waste. And that's why Carl was salty this morning. Amongst the reasons. And and still (laughs) obviously is. The Silver and Brown Show. 97.7 Hits FM. Pumpkins, 97.7 Hits FM. It's the Soper and Brown Show. You know, text messages coming in as Carl was just mentioning how on Saturday he bought one of those big plastic bins to store his 
his patio furniture cushions. I think everyone knows what we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, the, like, the like deck an boxes. Ottoman that yeah. like you know flips up and you put everything in. Mm-hmm. Although spent two hundred and thirty bucks on it. Yes. Doesn't even fit all the cushions. No, there's one that doesn't. There's one that doesn't fit. Everything else fits fine. There's one that does not fit. So that's a that's an issue. It's Nation agreeing that it's just the biggest ripoff. Yeah. Also hilarious that you bought a leaf blower and somehow that was less money. The leaf blower was nothing. Just a like. It's not that we have to do like hardcore stuff with it, but our backyard, our patio is under two these trees that just rain pine needles upon it. Mm. So you got to blow them off there eventually, and you know just little things like that. So yeah, it was like. A Ryobi one. It was 130 bucks. It was it was peanuts compared to this <laughs> plastic box that is for some reason so expensive. Now the you know why they do it, and this text is uh, is going to help me get there. But it said you should just buy two Rubbermaid boxes and put a tarp over top of it. Would look all right. Here's the reason you don't do that. Yeah. For and for some people that would work, uh-huh. and I don't begrudge you that 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 person. Your wife is not going to allow. I don't think she's going with two rubber maids in a tarp. And I think most people, yeah, are they? They don't want that. They want it to look a certain way. Yeah, and that is why that company knows you will spend two hundred thirty dollars <laughs> there because you could go with the rubber maids and the tarp thing. Probably could. You could. Yep. And it's almost they're putting there on the table saying, "Hey, yep. Carl, why don't you do that? Go ahead. Why don't you go for that?" Go ahead and get two Rubbermaids. They know you ain't doing it. And then you'll go ahead and see your wrestling toys in there in a couple of months. They just know you won't do it. Yeah, don't It'll do work it. for some, yeah. but majority are going to spend the 230 Yeah, so there it's we the are. problem. We're like obsessed can, with. Can you at least come over and have a beer and tell me it looks all right? Yeah, absolutely. I even took the cushion covers off and washed them and then put them back on and zipped them all back up and stored them away. So please come over and tell me they look nice and clean. I am the perfect guy. To have over after you've done yes. some kind of job. Yes. I'm going to tell you how great of a job yeah, the, it was. I got the grill down there. I, oh. need, I need someone independently to come over and tell me this looks good. Because I spent my whole Sunday oh, out yeah. there. And Chelsea said, how can you, like, I was sitting there last night. I'm restless. I'm folding my laundry. I'm shaving my head. I'm got a real <laughs> attitude about me. She's like, what's wrong with you? I don't know. <laughs> That's the same reason box. I'm also a very good dinner guest to have over. Yeah, yeah. Che- enthusiastic, whatever. Chelsea's day. sister loves when I come over for sure. dinner. Because I'm like, this is the greatest meal you've yeah, ever made. So good. It's cleans incredible. The, cleans the plate. <laughs> it's, I, you know, I, last summer, uh-huh. I had... Uh, not not a similar thing to this, but we got some patio furniture that is just okay. Yeah. And now I'm running with the idea in my head of, do I want to up? It's it's serviceable, mm-hmm. but do I want to upgrade it because of the look? Right. And now I'm stuck in my uh, my own head going, <laughs> do I need to? Do, but then what am I uh-huh. doing it for? Other people? Yes. The chairs work for me. The chairs work. Yeah, they do. Your right? chairs are fine. The ones that are out there on your back deck. You know what I think it is? Uh-huh. I tried to get, what are those like, um, you know those like, pl- the Adir- Adirondack chairs? Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. so the pl- I tried to get some really nice wood ones, mm-hmm. but I was trying to buy them off Craigslist, and I kind of tried to hardball the person into uh, a price uh, that I liked. They said no, and never got back to me. <sighs> And I missed out on those chairs, uh, and now I think that's what it is. You, you, Deep down. In your mind, you were already uh-huh. picturing, yeah. I think that's what it is. I get you. I don't know if there's anything that's going to fill that void. Until you get those around. Yeah. I end up spending more now. Yes, you will. I, hard, I tried to hardball 100 bucks or whatever it was. Now it's keeping me up at night, Should've bro. Should have gone with it. Now it's keeping me up at night. Should have played ball with them a little bit. I, well, I tr- see, I tried to, and I, I thought maybe they were going to come back. But you went to a hard line, and they said no. Yeah, they got offended. That happens occasionally. That's, that's the name of the game, isn't it? Yeah, that's part of the game. Oh, 
I need you to actually, your wife is really good at those things. Isn't yes, she? she is. Yeah. That's why I should. Next time I'm going to hire her. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'll cook you a nice meal. Yeah. Bring you and Carl over. We'll You're, have a nice meal. Take charge but of this for me, can please. Can you please do the deals on the Craigslist? Problem for is, me? she's spending your money. So she. <laughs> oh, yeah. Good point. Yeah. yeah there'll be one deal. I'd be like, Carl, I've got to actually, fire your yeah. wife. <laughs> I'm so sorry, but I have to fire Chelsea. She wouldn't haggle at all. <laughs> Devin Essen, Soper and Brown Show. You can find it on the Soper and Brown playlist. There's always a story behind it. Soper and Brown playlist, iHeartRadio app. Search it, follow it. Keep streaming it, keeping us at number one. Thank you again to Hits Nation. By the way, text message comes in. Says, uh-huh. boys, you don't need a tarp. What you need is a shower curtain. Oh, I see. Serves the same purpose. Very waterproof. Yeah. But cheaper. Do <laughs> you imagine if you said to your wife, okay, here's yeah. the plan. I'm going to go return that box. I'm going to get two Rubbermaids, and I'm going to get a shower curtain, wrap it up, put it right by the deck. What do you say? (laughs) (laughs) I wouldn't even waste the words. (laughs) It's one of the like, Chelsea always has a very clear idea. Like, once she has an idea of what she wants, her idea is incredibly clear and very defined. So a lot of times she's like, you never really want to discuss this stuff. Well, it's because you already know what you want. Mm. So I can sit here and pitch you what I think. But your decision's made. Yeah. Like, she wants to put some planter boxes along the back row there. And uh, and I was like, oh, what about, I, I just gave an idea. So we have some spare dirt. We have these bricks. I could do this kind of thing. She's like, I see them as raised. And I just said, okay, I moved on. Yeah. Like, no, your idea was good, though. I said, I know. I just don't care. <laughs> because my idea is not important to me, and you've already decided. Yeah. So let me save these 15 words I have left in the rest of my day for something more productive. My pitch count is getting up there. Let me save them. Carl is like a pitcher. If he's too many words on a Sunday, that's it. He's going to be benched. I put an ice bag on. I sit there and no one can talk to me. Oh, all right. Let's uh, let's get to open mic in a few minutes. If you do want to start getting some questions in, you can start sending them in, 977-977. Uh, something for Carlos, myself, Hits Nation. Something you've been thinking about all weekend. We have the answers, and we'll give them to you in seven minutes. Soper and Brown Show, ACDC. 977 Hits FM. Let's fire this thing. Me now. Who is this? A huge ass. Is this two people on the line? No, I'm doing a party line. <laughs> All right, 977-977. Get your questions in. Your time. You want to throw something to Carlos, myself, Hits Nation. Something you've been thinking about all weekend. We got the answers. I'll start with this. Someone accidentally slapped your face on a label. Mm-hmm. Would you rather it be on baby food bottles or sardine cans? Oh, baby food. You make sure. way more money yeah. on that. Yeah. Soper, way more. Soper and Brown, Little Big Jim's. <laughs> Holy. Yeah. It writes itself. Yeah. My God. Put us on baby food. We're great with kids, both of us. Yeah. Mm. Wow. It's a great idea. Completely. I really want our own line of baby food now. <laughs> we move on from beer uh-huh. to baby food. Pureed fruits. It's a show for everyone. <laughs> I don't see the issue. <laughs> Did you know that muffins spelled backwards is what you do when you take them out of the oven? Sniff them? <laughs> Not bad. Oh, yeah. Sniff them. Yeah. Sniff them. Sniff them. <laughs> okay, best muffin. Oh, uh, give me a blueberry. Yeah, yeah, blueberry. I like that. I also like the um, like the poppy seed. Poppy seed's a good muffin that I, I haven't like had in a seed. long time. Yeah, poppy seed got to be a little warmed up. Got it, a little butter. Yeah, 
I have said on the show before, I'm not a huge banana fan, but banana nut muffin, mm-hmm. that's a pretty good muffin. My uh, my grandmother would make banana chocolate chip muffins, mm. and she would put, and this may sound insane, but she would put a little bit of coffee grounds in yeah. the like in the batter. That sounds great. Incredible. Somehow they retained like this insane level of moisture too. Mm. She would send me home with a freezer bag of them when we visit their place in a. Uh, in Powell River, and you have to take two ferries to get back home, and I'd leave with this freezer bag of muffins mm. to sustain myself. Instant coffee is great for baking. Yeah. Or, like, uh, if you want to do, like, protein shakes and you want the instant coffee. The, yeah. Because it grinds up a little bit better. Right? Yep. Yeah. Mm. Uh, what's the worst thing you've been pulled over for? Uh, Nothing, man. I've been... You've I, never I, been pulled I over? I have one speeding ticket to my name ever, and it was in the U.S. I've never had a speeding ticket in Canada. I've had a couple. So the worst thing is, I guess, speeding once, one mm-hmm. time, many moons ago. I did get pulled over uh, a few times when I was a teenager, so... The, I don't know what the system is. It's a G1, G2 system or something like that out here. Somebody will correct us. For the for like the, uh, the licensing system? Yeah. yeah. But as a teenager in BC, yes. uh, they have a thing called the L, which is like you do your written test. Yeah, it's your Then lear- you get your L. Yeah, which is your learners. Yeah, and you can, you can drive with a parent. Then when you graduate that, you get a thing called your N. It's a little sticker that goes in your back, a little green sticker that goes in the back of your car. It literally says N for new driver. Yeah, and you have to have it on the back of your car. I did get pulled over a few times for not for having not that. clearly and, displaying and getting your a N. ticket. Yeah, yeah, and getting a ticket for that. Because yep. it was, I don't know, I, you know, I had it in my head that I was like, oh, it looks uncool. People would steal them. They would steal that them all the time. That was an issue, too, because they were like a magnetic thing that would yeah. go in the back of your car so you could put it on and remove it. People would just go around and take them all the time. I'd, like, if you ever had yours taken... You would just perpetuate the crime on somebody else and take yeah. their end. It was a vicious circle. It would happen all the time. And you'd try to convince the cop, no, it just got taken, I, just I got swear. T- I just got in the car. Oh, actually, you know what? I did try it one time, and the, <laughs> the police officer said, your car is filthy. Yeah. And if somebody took it, you'd, I would see a clean a square. <laughs> nope. And I went, ah. You got me. Thwarted. You got me. Thwarted. Uh, who would be the ultimate Avenger to have beers with? Oh, sorry. Let me rephrase that. Who would be the ultimate Avenger to have seven beers with? Seven beers? That's what it says. It's Thor. Yeah? It's drunk Thor. Like oh, fat Thor? Yeah, like Lebowski Thor. Yeah, Lebowski Thor, yeah. 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 Yeah, I guess it would be, wouldn't That's it? That's my guy, for yeah. sure. Yeah. You're not dealing with Captain America. Actually, no, I'll throw Ant-Man in there. Give Ant-Man me, would be great. Give me, give me Paul Rudd. Yeah. Yep. Ant-Man would be really solid. Mm-hmm. Tony Stark, too cocky? Too cocky. I don't want to sit down with Jeremy Renner for any length of time. Mm-hmm. Ruffalo, maybe, as the Hulk. I like, be, I like Mark Ruffalo. I agree, but you got to be careful. What if you make him angry? Can I talk to him about all his other films that I like? No, no, they're they're in they're, Avenger they're form. In Avenger they're form. in Avenger form. Uh, then I don't want to do that. Yeah, I'm going Thor. Yeah, like you could have Bruce Banner, mm-hmm. but like if something happens. It's either Thor or Ant-Man. Those are my picks. I think it's a great call. I'll let you have Thor. Let me steal Ant-Man. Fair. I think that's a great call. Fair. Uh, uh, speaking of BC, compared to BC, Carl, mm-hmm. what is something about Ontario you really like? One thing you don't like, Tyler says though, can't say traffic. Um, I think I really like. I love the. I like the food culture a lot here. What I what I actually what I like and what I don't like are kind of the same thing. What I like is the. I love like all the private sandwich shops. Um, the food game at the breweries here is a step ahead of BC for sure. Uh, like the food at Counterpart, or I had lunch at Merritt Brewing in Hamilton on Saturday. Uh, bench. Uh, the food game here at the breweries is on a completely higher level than it is in BC. Mm. Uh, what I don't like, seafood. 
Oh. I miss like the the like next Fair. the like little hole in the wall next to the grocery store sushi place in BC fresh, fresh is seafood. still better than a lot of the stuff That's that fair. I get and pay for in Ontario. Last one. What's the best word that sounds sexual but isn't and why is it kumquat? Kumquat. Kum, kumquat. Kumquat. Yeah, I Really? I, I kumquat's right up there. I would agree with him. It sounds sexual but isn't sexual. Cockpit? <laughs> Hullabaloo. Hullabaloo. <laughs> Lake Titicaca. Well, that's a landmark. Penal codes. Yeah, you need those. What else is in there? For some reason, the word arsenal. Arsenal? Yeah. Not the soccer team. But like, he has an arsenal. Of what? Of, of, of moves? Of toys? Of what? Mastication? Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. It sounds sexy, but it's not. Moist? Yeah, that's the classic. Yeah, yeah. I think for me, I think cockpit. Yeah, cockpit or kumquat. (laughs) Can you eat one while sitting in the other? Does anyone ever? I bet just happened once or twice. Do you even know what a kumquat is? It's a fruit. Sure. Isn't it? Can you picture it? No. (laughs) The Silver and Brown Show, ninety-seven-seven Hits FM. Six fifty-seven. Monday morning, uh, about an hour from now, hour-ish, we're going to uh, announce the winner of the Hits FM beer fridge, or just, sorry, just fridge, I should say. Yeah, you put whatever you like in you there, but like. the Hits FM beverage fridge, that was the uh, the result, the end game of our Tradio uh, experiment, which is wrapped and absolutely beautiful. We yeah. had entries coming in all through the Friday morning show, both through the uh, text box, people that donated uh, online, and people who came and saw us here uh, in person for our Tradio show on Friday morning. Huge thanks to everybody who stopped by. And yes, we'll draw a winner shortly after 8 o'clock. Before we get to that, one of, these, one of the things we discussed during Friday's show was the Mike Tyson plane incident. Yeah. If anybody hasn't seen it, uh, this came around on Thursday last week, and Mike Tyson is sitting in the uh, like business class seats on a plane, and there is a dude behind him who will not stop badgering Mike Tyson. Mm-hmm. He's tapping him on the shoulder. He's over the top of Mike's seat. He's coming around. He's talking to people around him. He's being filmed all through this. Yeah. He is badgering the hell it looks out of Mike so Tyson. Annoying. Eventually to the point where Tyson gets up, leans over the back of his seat, and uh, well, he straightens the guy out. Hits him with like three or four pretty good ones. He lays some hands on him. Not knockout shots, but stop touching me. Like the guy's into his into his space physically. Yeah. I've got to imagine, and it doesn't, I don't know on the video, I still have to imagine the guy eventually said something or was told Back off. There's word that he threw a water bottle at him. Okay. He whipped a water bottle at Mike Tyson. Which, you get what you deserve at that point. <laughs> so, we said, as we we reviewed the story and we looked at the footage on, uh, on Friday's show, that this dude is for sure going to lawyer up and very likely going to try and draw some money out of Mike Tyson for it, this. His name, by the way, Melvin Townsend III. Yeah. His behavior doesn't feel like a the third, <laughs> does it? 
He did officially lawyer up over the weekend. Yeah, source tells the New York Post if Mike was uh, really punching him, he would have been laid out. Those cuts were not from Mike Tyson's fist. He was so wasted and out of his mind that he hit his head on the airplane tray table. Oh. Uh, claimed a source close to Tyson, who was not on the flight, uh, said Mike's not a monster. The little asshole taunted him, provoked him. Before he did that, Mike was nice to him. He asked him to let him be. He kept taunting Mike over and over. Uh, this from attorney Matt Morgan, who's representing Melvin Townsend III. Our client is a big Mike Tyson fan, and when Mike boarded the plane, he became overly excited. Oh, yeah, that's all it is. Uh, at first, the interaction was cordial. At a certain point, Tyson became agitated by an overly excited fan and began to strike him in an excessive manner. Uh, the situation could have been avoided by simply contacting a flight attendant. Our client denies throwing a water bottle prior to being struck. To state the obvious is one of the greatest fighters of all time. Mr. Tyson should have exercised greater restraint before using his hands on an overly excited fan. So this would be true if the guy wasn't in his face pestering him for what seemed like... Quite some time. Uh, yeah. And not just an excited fan. He's in Mike Tyson. Like, he's in his personal space. Yeah. He's touching him. Like he touches his head, reaching over the seat and stuff. He's he's pestering him. It looks... Awful, and I think he did show restraint. Oh, absolutely, I agree completely. Like to me, that was res- what what Mike did showed restraint. I agree completely, and Mike Tyson's had his issues. There's sure. no doubt about it. And but this version of Mike Tyson, I don't know about you, seems like a really calm, level-headed guy. I think he does his best. Yeah, I think he does his best. I mean, the, the man's been to. I think the, he's since he's found cannabis in his life. I think he's gotten a lot calmer. The man's gone to prison. The man's obviously had a long record of oh, yeah. of, of anger and, and abuse in his life. But yes, I would say for the last I don't know fifteen years ish, he's kind of come around a little bit. He's done okay. I was saying to you, there's a video of somebody who pulls a gun on him, and like the end of the video ends up with Mike Tyson hugging the guy, yeah. and obviously worked him through his issues. Now, as you mentioned, Tyson's uh, backstory, you should mention for the uh, gentleman here, Melvin Townsend III, an extensive criminal record convicted of fraud, grand theft, burglary, possession of controlled substances, and trafficking in stolen property. He spent 35 months in prison previously on these charges. So both men with a bit of a checkered pass, but if you take the incident just as it is, which is all that we're judging right now, you have Mike Tyson sitting, from what we've seen, peacefully in his seat, getting pestered to hell by this fan. I have no idea. Like they're saying, oh, Tyson could have grabbed a, a you know, a member of, of JetBlue to one of the you know, staff there to calm the guy down. Why? Why does Mike Tyson have to stand up and grab them? Yeah, you know, somebody you not see that this dude is pestering the hell. I agree. Out of a professional fighter, this is not going to go that well. I hope more than anything, this guy doesn't get paid. I, he probably he's gonna, will. He's going to get some shut up and go away money. He probably it's gonna will. Happen. Yeah, which sucks. I think he saw his opportunity. It's a good point. Yeah. You, oh, you think this is premeditated? Yeah, I think so. I think he knows that if he irritates Mike Tyson enough, something's going to happen. Yeah. So he did it. And he's going to get some shut up and go away money. Oh, I, I'm going gonna, gonna to guess right now. Yeah. I'm going to guess this guy gets $75,000. Yeah. It'll probably be in an undisclosed out-of-court settlement. That's my guess. I think fifty to seventy-five is the ballpark to shut up. Piss off and leave me out of this. Which is, and yeah, you're right. He's pro- a waste of time. Tyson's not going to show up to court for this, no, man. Oh, God, no. You're not showing up. He's going to have his legal team go tell this little piss ant, figure out what he wants, and shut him up. Yeah. He's going to come in and say, I want like a million bucks. And they're going to go, here's 75 grand to never contact Mr. Tyson again. And he's going to go, sweet. Yeah. God, you're probably right. Buy some Adirondack chairs. Yeah. <laughs> 
It's such a specific thing. <laughs> so the moral of the story is, yeah, don't get drunk and try to pester a professional boxer or things might go wrong. I think so. Or I guess do and get paid. Yeah, that too. Both suck. They both they both do suck. CHTZ. Daryl Smith, 97.7 Hits FM. Soper and Brown Show. Text message here. Said I would 100% take a beating from Mike Tyson for 75 grand. I'd even do it for 25 grand. So, but I wouldn't be an asshole like that guy on the plane. <laughs> See, and I think that's the difference because we we get the question all the time: Would you take a punch from mm-hmm. Prime Mike Tyson for fifty thousand dollars, five hundred grand? No. We're not talking prime. We're talking fifty-five sure. year old Mike Tyson now. But in this, in the scenario that's always posed to us, in my mind, mm-hmm. it is he agrees to do this. We stand there and take it. Yeah. The deal isn't I have to pester him and make him no. look like an asshole. In our, in our scenario, he's like gloved, trained, ready to go in a professional setting, and we're eating a right cross, which is going to be way more devastating than what he fed to this dude oh, on the plane. Sure. He pulled the dude's shirt over his head and fed him a couple of leave me alone shots. For sure. To me, what I believe, what I think is worse is that if if I have to make the seventy five grand to make the seventy five grand, I have to provoke him to do it. That's worse. Well, now I'm making him look like a bad guy. Way worse. Which he's not. Yeah. Because no matter what, even if Mike Tyson punches me out for good reason in public, mm-hmm. everyone goes, Mike Tyson snapped. Yeah. No one like goes, oh, this guy. Like, well, sorry, some people do, but the story is. Mike Tyson snapped. Mm-hmm. Even if I walked up to him and said the most belligerent things sure. to him, he still comes out not looking great in some people's eyes. Yeah. Not mine. I think he looks completely fine. <laughs> Here, but, yes. But there are some people who don't think that. <laughs> I like this. And I don't t- want to do that to him. This texture is a good point. So Tyson should pay him the shut up money. And then countersue him for millions for post-traumatic stress disorder, saying he can't fly on a plane anymore and he's suffering loss of income. I like it. Now you're thinking. Now you're thinking litigious. That's the big brain thinking we That's need around we here. Need, yeah. <laughs> when we become mayors of North America. And we'll have many lawsuits against us. We'll, need, well, no, I want that guy in our cabinet. It's for countersuit, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're going to take a break. Get to a Monday edition of The Machine. All that weirdness less than 10 minutes away. With it. Welcome to Machine. 9.05. 682-9797. You give that machine a call anytime. Every once in a while, we'll get some calls from people saying, oh, Carl sounds like X. Matt mm-hmm. sounds like blank. Mm-hmm. Got a new one for you. This is not one I'd heard. And I know this is a show you've seen. I am convinced that Google is lying to me. Mr. Paul F. Tompkins does not play Mr. Peanut Butter in BoJack Horseman. It is, in fact. It has to be, because every morning I listen to your show, I think the same thing. <laughs> Matt, you must be the voice of Mr. Peanut Butter. <laughs> now, I haven't seen all of BoJack Horseman, but I've seen enough to know who Mr. Peanut Butter is. He's a he's a dog character on the show. I've never seen the show, but I've been told it's really good. Yeah. And actually more emotional than you yes. imagine it to be. Yeah. Yeah, like, I haven't told that. There's a lot to it. It's not some slapstick comedy like Family Guy cartoon. No, it's like a de- depressed former horse actor. Like it's, <laughs> yeah, there's a lot to it. Yes. So I did go find a Mr. Peanut Butter clip. Okay. This is it. 
Is that Bojack Horseman? Oh, jeez, here we go. Mr. Peanut Butter and Bojack Horseman in the same room. <laughs> what is this, a crossover episode? You know, that gets funnier every time. You're being sarcastic, but I think it does actually get funnier every time. <laughs> He's very positive. I can see it. Yeah. I can see it. And also, you are constantly talking about your love of peanut butter. <laughs> I you had it for two, breakfast this morning. You keep two kinds in the house. That's true. Yeah. Had it for breakfast today. You're a big peanut butter guy. I'll have it for breakfast tomorrow. It's your favorite DQ uh, Blizzard? Oh, it's the O. Henry peanut butter blizzard. Boom. There's no doubt about it. He's a peanut butter guy. It's me. You know what? I'm going to come right out and say it. It's me. You're I don't know. Mr. Peanut butter. Don't know why I haven't been paid for it. <laughs> I would enjoy the royalties from it, but it's absolutely me. Yeah, passion project. <laughs> Few clips uh, came in on Friday from Joey. Clip it, Adam and Joey. No, wait, oh. that's not right. Oh. Clip it, Joey. Old habits. Four forty-four Friday. You know, it's a uh, a little peek behind the curtain here. It's official, official. Adam left the Hits FM announcers group chat. Yes, he did. He left the chat. <sighs> you know what's funny? Mm-hmm. I recorded that, the the, yeah. the clip it? Yeah. I think I then accidentally deleted it. No way. It's not in there I anymore. I heard you record it. Yeah. Oh, wait. It's not in there anymore. Well, we'll have to put it. Uh, I'm going to have to go back and find it. Make it part of the mailbag. Yeah, there we go. That's what we'll do. I'll, I'll mailbag. Mailbag's coming up next. We'll give you that clip in there. How did I delete that? Yeah, I don't know how you did that. Hmm. Well, okay. We had another clip. I think I have this one. Oh, hold on. Hold on. Joey, 6.35 p.m. on Friday. Okay. This one I did find. I'm a big pickle guy over here. Clip it. <laughs> <laughs> he clipped himself. A uh, big pickle guy. Yeah. Uh, he was talking about people having uh, pickles on pizza. Yeah, which is... He was saying that he'd never heard of it. It's great. It's very good, yeah. Pretty common. What's what's the one that you get, the Big Mac pizza? Yeah, there's one from uh, there's one from Roland Pizza in St. Catharines that we get pretty frequently. It's like it's like Big Mac toppings on a pizza. So good. Don't be scared to throw pickles on pizza. Don't be scared. Mm. I'm a big pickle guy over here. Live it. Always do appreciate <laughs> when he calls himself out. Got a call from our exterminator pal who calls in with updates every once in a while. Exterminator here. Mm-hmm. Don't be putting down the wooden snap traps, all right? They're the go-to. They're cost-effective. They do the job. I'm, I assume I know what you had. Don't ever put the wooden ones down, all right? <laughs> now, is he saying don't put them down and use them, or as in they're very effective? I believe he's saying don't put down their effectiveness. Okay. Yeah, he's saying, you mentioned that you had been putting down the small, like, you know, dollar store, like, wooden snap traps for, because you had a mouse in the house yep. not uh, a few weeks ago. No mouse activity since, mm-hmm. which is positive. Yeah, absolutely. But you mentioned that it was a neighbor of yours who gave you some kind of, like, highly effective... <laughs> yeah. Like Fort Knox style trappings for, yeah. for vermin uh, that were another level up from the little wood clap traps that you'd got. It was my my neighbor Jason. A huge shout out to him. But exterminators saying the wood ones work. I'm not. I'm, well, I'm sure they, I'm sure they, they work enough. Yeah. yeah, they'll get some of the job done. I was just saying these ones were like if if I bought the Rolls Royce of, uh, <laughs> of mouse, mouse traps, traps, they were intense. I was scared to even set them up. I thought I was going to trap myself. <laughs> in all honesty. I'm pretty tiny, so. Okay, we got this. Gents, this is a message to Hits Nation. Every so often in history, someone writes a song and someone else feels it. Uh, it mm. happened with Nine Inch Nails with Hurt when uh, okay. Johnny Cash covered yep. it and yep. he really took it from it. So then uh, Metallica 
wrote Nothing Else Matters, and then Chris Stapleton covered it. And I mean, I hate to bring country into Hits FM, but holy f- <laughs> that guy took it. So I, I'll say this. Chris Stapleton, mm-hmm. although I think he's technically classified as crunch, country, I think of him as like a folk country, folk rock type of sound. He's got, he's got a pretty accessible sound. Yeah, I think he's great. If you haven't dove into his catalog, I think you should. I think he's got fantastic music. Mm-hmm. But we did go back and find uh, some audio on YouTube. So I think this is part of the uh, the Black Album project that Metallica did where he had a number of different artists covering tracks from that album, right? Mm -hmm. I think it's part of that. And I get what the guy's saying, that there's certain covers where that cover becomes more iconic than the original song, right? And the Johnny Cash Hurt one is a great example. Sure. Because I think there's actually a lot of people who think that's Johnny Cash's song. Yeah. It wouldn't surprise me. I think of uh, Nirvana with Man Who Sold the World. Sure. I, I, I forget that Bowie did the original of that. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. What about Nothing Compares to You? Mm-hmm. Right? Originally Prince. Yeah. By uh, Sinead, Sinead O'Connor. Uh, I, who made uh, Blinded by the Light more popular? Uh, uh, Manfred Mann. Manfred Mann, yeah. And that was written by Bruce Springsteen. Mm-hmm. But there, there's Blinded, a number of them. Yeah, there's tons. Yeah. So here, here's the audio. It's good, yeah. but I wouldn't say it's in the vein of the ones we just said. I'm not sure he. And it's not quite there for me. I, I think it's totally fine. I think it's a cool interpretation, but it's not on that level for me. No, no, I, I have to agree. But I will say that if you haven't listened to Chris Stapleton, I'd recommend it. And don't be just freaked out by the fact that he's classified as country. I think you'd find that you'd get into his stuff. I I really dig it. Okay, we're going to finish with a guy who wanted to drop down a joke for you, Carl. All right. Okay, take a listen to this. I have a good egg joke. Okay. I'm sure you'll find it mediocre. Mm. I'm glad that went over easy. You know, my mood was starting to improve today. I was forgetting about the, you know, forgetting about the deck box that I'd spent stupid money on. Even better, he called back. That egg joke, I'm telling you, it cracked me up. I'm shell-shocked. Well, out of 10. 0.5. 5. <laughs> 0.5 for delivery. If it makes you feel any better. Yes. The man called back 7 more times to give more egg puns. I will not be playing those. <laughs> those are in our rainy day fund? I am not kidding you. I didn't even save them. I started automatically deleting them. He called back seven more times. My God. I, I At the end of it, even as somebody who is willing to let some things go, yeah. even I was like, you your skin a little bit? You have, it's over. It is over. <laughs> Even twisted you. Yeah, that, and that's when you know it's gone bad. That's tough. When you twist Mr. Peanut Butter. Oh, you then get them all fired up. 905-682-9797. Call the machine anytime. The Silver and Brown Show. 97.7 Hits FM. It's the Hip and Poets. 97.7 Hits FM. It's the Silver and Brown Show. It's Monday morning. So, Brown, let's get some mailbag. Let's do it, buddy. Oh, why isn't it? There we go. Every Monday, I love to 
Just go over any of the messages we missed last week, whether it's through email, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. You can email anytime, brown at hitsfm.com, soper at hitsfm.com. A good time to do it as well, but Friday we were very busy with Tradio. Uh, mm. We were broadcasting from the back patio here at the White House of Rocks, so we didn't have as much time to delve into some uh, some stories and things that we may have missed. One of the questions that's come in a bunch this morning is when are we going to be giving away the fridge? Hey, about 20-ish minutes. Yeah. So we'll announce that name. Just you sit tight. That's if coming. If you uh, donated and text in your full name and the code word on Friday uh, during our Tradio broadcast, you are entered for that fridge, and we will have a draw, yes, just after 8 o'clock. Our buddy Sons of Butcher. Oh, yes. Great band. Created a commercial for our new beer, courtesy of... Newark. Newark Brewing. Newark, Newark Brewing's Brewing. new beer. Yep. Uh, the Hoya, mm-hmm. which we're hoping release sometime in May. They got their new patio they're building. I check think we're them two or three weeks away from this. Check them out I at, think. Uh, at Newark Brew. I believe it's at Newark Brewing on Instagram. Search Newark Brewing. You'll you'll find them. They do updates all throughout there. I did see them and their new patio seems to be coming along. Well, they created a commercial that Hits Nation fell in love with. A yeah. bunch of emails came in asking if I would send the MP3 over to them <laughs> so they could hear it. Uh, if you missed it, this is what they created. It's great. Uh, Some of the emails here reads, that Sons of Butcher commercial is the greatest. If it's not the actual commercial, we riot. Uh, Sons of Butcher made me want to drink that Hoya lager. Absolutely brilliant. Make sure you give a shout out to the boys of Sons of Butcher. It was Trevor who originally reached out. I I had Carl record, didn't tell him why, and... That's what he created. We uh, we played that on Thursday. I was actually with uh, Trevor on Saturday. We had a what maybe was an ideal Carl Brown Saturday. The two of us together. Okay. We had a great like a big boy Saturday with uh, his girlfriend Renee Chelsea's with me. The four of us uh, took us on a little bit of a Hamilton tour. Okay. Hamilton's got some really cool spots, and he took us around this like area of North James Street. So we did the uh, Hamilton Farmers Market. Which, buddy, I got to drag you there. Really? Like, I've got to drag. As Hell as a yeah. guy who enjoys food, is enthusiastic about stuff, i got to drag you through the Hamilton Farmer's Market. Okay. There's so much good stuff. Okay. Uh, we did uh, a Dr. Disc in Hamilton for Record Store Day. It was, yeah. Did you get anything on, uh, good? Uh, no, nothing Record Store Day specific. I did buy a Pearl Jam album that okay. I didn't have. Nice. Uh, and then we did lunch at Merritt Brewing, which was like blow away good. Wow. Just so, 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 so good. Could not recommend it highly enough. And then I went home, and I had a nap, and I watched Jackass, and I had five beers. It was a perfect Saturday. <laughs> as close to a 10 out of 10 as you're going to get? Real close. Oh, real, baby. Real close. Was it the newest Jackass? Yeah, it was the new one. I didn't get to see it in theaters for whatever reason. Timing just didn't work out. And? and oh, it was hilarious. It was yeah. it was like 92 minutes of dudes just getting hit in the dick. There was <laughs> so much male nudity. It was insane, oh, but really? it was... Very funny and a nice, like, cathartic release, especially after, like, Oscar season. I've watched so much pretentious crap in the last couple of months. It was nice just to, like, yeah, like, give me, give me some give me some puke, give me some thumbtacks, give me a scorpion stinging a woman on the lips. Like, let's yeah, bring it all here. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. You'd recommend? Oh, highly. It was seven Love bucks. It. Come on. It's Love on Grave. It. Get it. <laughs> That's great. We discussed Oreos last week. Oh, yeah. 
And some email came in of people laying down their votes for the best cookie. You made the bold claim that Oreos completely overrated. I think they are. They're just they're just not one of my favorites. Hits Nation, there there were a lot of people who agreed with you in the moment and sent in more. Carl's completely right. I'm glad somebody finally said it. Oreo is the worst cookie in the world. Ooh. That's from Neil. <laughs> uh, this one here. Carl, I couldn't agree more uh, from Ian. Carl could not agree more. Oreos, way overrated. I look like I just ate dirt. No, thank you. Ding, ding. Um, here, okay, somebody disagrees with you. Carl, how can you say cookies and cream ice cookies and cream ice cream is the best, yet Oreos are the worst? It makes no sense. <laughs> Can't get on board. Do you want to defend yourself there? Not really. I just I like the like the cookie chunks in the ice cream better than the cookie presentation itself. Yeah. I think to me that is the supreme use of the Oreo. <laughs> and lastly, some other votes for the best cookie. Do you remember? Do you know those like? cake type cookies that you're not going to get them in like an Oreo package. Mm-hmm. They'll be at the front of stores. They're in a clear case. They've got the thick layer of icing on top, but okay. they're cakey like. I kind of know what you're talking about. Yes. Somebody wanted to send down a vote for those. Okay. Which is great. Yeah. But we were kind of talking about store bought manufactured. Yeah. Chips Ahoy chunks. Yep. That's was a vote fair. that we get in there. But I think they mean the crunch, the harder ones, not the soft ones. Oh. I like the softer ones better. I'm with you on the softer ones. Here's one, though. This is a bold, bold take from Adam, and I don't think it's Adam Ricard. No. Arrowroot cookies are the top cookie. <laughs> like the baby one? Yeah. Little, yeah. these for, like, teething kids? Uh, well, yeah, like, there's yeah. little, like... Uh, I, know what you, I know what they are, yeah. They look like a racing track. If I were to dig deep enough into your backseat, I bet I could find some. Probably. <laughs> Probably. That's what I remember with arrow, with arrowroot. It was Air. like my, my sister had them when yeah. she was incredibly young. And like if you went deep into like her like jumper that she had or into the car seat, like, oh, there's some arrowroot in there. Like air, that's but that's your the top best of the cookie. Best? Man, I think you need to broaden your horizons. Yeah, I think so. They serve their purpose, Absolutely. and I'm sure I haven't had one in years. But for, as far as I remember, I'd give one to my kid. And yeah, I'd eat one, mm-hmm. but I didn't like eat one and go, oh, life. <laughs> Shane Arrowroot. Like, uh, you didn't become that guy. No, no, no. Uh-huh. That's a that's a bold take. Yeah, that's bold. Uh, lastly, here we talked about the Buffalo plane exit last week. Oh, the woman who got like panicky and just decided to open one of the side doors as the plane was going back toward. Like it was already, it was already circling back towards the tunnel. Yeah. to have people off, and she, said, I can't wait for that. Pulled the door, went down the emergency slide. And I discuss how I want to slide down that slide, getting off any plane. And really, mm. I think you should exit anywhere through slide. You just want more shoots and ladders in your life. I think it sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah. This email from Derek said, Matt, I heard you talking about leaving places on a slide. And I got to be honest with you. I have always wanted to be rescued by helicopter. Not pulled into the helicopter. Okay. I want to be put in the basket or put uh, attached to something and literally be whisked away mid-air to get wherever I need to go. Okay. Now, I don't want to be injured. I would just like this to happen. Do you think you can make it happen for me? It's been a lifelong dream. So you don't want to be part of a search and rescue. You nope. just want to be pulled up and... Uh. I'm sure there's got to be a helicopter company who might do it. No, nah, maybe there's liabilities I there. I don't know, man. There's liabilities probably, isn't there? I think there? so. There would have to be. Yeah. They take you in the chopper, but not like you can't just hanging out of it. You can't just volunteer a search and rescue. They kind of reserve those things for you know search and rescues. Yeah. yeah. 
Do we have that option at our destruction land? Would there be creating? a, you know how like, um, like when they're training firefighters, they have to train them how to, you know, put out a house by lighting a, a structure on fire. Mm -hmm. Is there training for like helicopter paramedics and search and rescue where they have to like, here's how you got to figure it out. Maybe. I and mean, you can put a body in there, right? I like guess, a, you, I like guess you just strap a dummy in though. Yeah. yeah wouldn't you? Yeah. yeah. I don't think it's a person. Okay. Live rounds. Let's go. Live rounds? <laughs> Some folks want to try this. <laughs> You're getting backboarded. You may spin. The guy's new at this. But I'd, I'd try. We'll grant a wish. <laughs> we'll get in touch with a company for you. <laughs> See if we can make that dream come true. <laughs> Email the show anytime. Brown at hitsfm.com. Soper at hitsfm.com. Take a miss and drive 97.7 Hits FM. Soper and Brown Show. Let me tell you this. The Arrowroot Cookie Defenders oh, have exploded in the text box. And if you missed it, uh, we were just recapping some stuff from last week. And somebody sent an email saying Arrowroot Cookies are the greatest cookie of all time. Mm -hmm. Which, bold. Or so we thought. I agree. But, man, people are stepping up to the plate and saying, hey, oh, you dare bad mother. a ton of folks in <laughs> here. Crazy. Uh, Arrowroot and digestive cookies are elite. Arrowroot cookies dipped in coffee. So many Italy, of those. There is a number of people who have suggested that the Arrowroot dipped in a coffee uh, is great this stuff. This person uh, here says a stack of three or four. Yep. Elite. Another one here, Allison in Hamilton says, could eat a whole box of Arrowroot. Another one here, Arrowroot, the best because they're so versatile. Wow. Somebody said they use them as Who knew? ice cream sandwich uh, barriers. Oh, okay. They scoop and that's the- In the between opinion. the arrow roots? I read you. Huh. Now, you know why I wouldn't enjoy that? What to me, that? the best part of the ice cream sandwich is the soft, chocolatey outside. Yeah, I don't want to have to make a hard bite through the exterior. Th th that's the whole thing I like about the ice cream sandwich mm -hmm. is I can gum it. <laughs> I'm just saying. Oh, yeah. No, you're right. I'm just saying. You're right. Okay. Now we got the Arrowroot Cookie Defenders out of the way. Less than 10 <laughs> minutes, we announce a name, we give away a fridge, and $100. This is CHTZ. Silver and Brown, 97.7 Hits FM. All right, 809. Hope you had a good weekend, Hits Nation. And uh, I want to give another shout-out to anybody who stopped by Friday. Yes. It's Earth Day, and we're doing a Soper and Brown uh, back deck Friday. Yeah, a dump, to the, a dump day. Yeah, the front lawn. Yeah. But it was great. Uh, Cotton Inc., huge thanks to them. Dropped off some bins. A few people took advantage of that. And then Good Eats Diner. Yes. Stopped and, uh, by with some breakfast. Breakfast sandwiches and coffee that was provided for us. And all the funds and all the donations went to the uh, Niagara Peninsula Conservation Authority. So that's where all the... Uh, all the good contributions from uh, from Hits Nation, whether it was in person or online through the donation link that I was providing to people in the text box. We were asking for just a $5 donation, yeah. and lots of people did that. Others went above and beyond. I know uh, Troy from Kenny Upel came by and, and donated, I think, 100 bucks. Yeah, yeah. We, we know really, we got well really over, cash-wise, we got well over five yeah. north, north north of that, and then we don't know what the online donations are, but a bunch of money went to help out. So yeah. we, we're so, so pumped about yeah, that. Yeah, great event. It was nice to see uh, nice Wolf. And, uh, and Samantha, your buddy <laughs> Jason came by. Our buddy, uh, our buddy Vic brought us some granddads on the end of it. Let me just one more time <laughs> explain this. The wolf dressed up as Michael Myers thing. There's there's two pieces of it that were very funny to me. Yes. So you were actually, you were gone. You I, went to the bathroom? I had popped inside, yeah. 
And there's this bush back where we were broadcasting. And Wolf walks out in the full costume mm-hmm. with the most real looking fake knife I've ever seen. Yeah. And Got walks the Mike out. Mike Myers hood on, yeah. the, the, the jumpsuit, the everything. It, it was a situation where you could tell. That half of the people were like, oh, that's hilarious. But the other half were kind of like, um, is this <laughs> is that, real? Is that or knife something we have to be concerned like, about? And everyone was just kind of on edge for a second. The best was the time when he came out, our program director and her, like, what, two, three-year-old son yeah. are there. And our promo uh, manager as well, asked is there with her three- or four-year-old son, just immediately scares the children. Hey, but, well, no, it was a tale of two things. The one, ki- the one kid, uh, Lisa, and her son, who is two, she was terrified for her son. She's like, "But get over, get over here!" Like she's like getting yeah. him away. <laughs> the other kid, not scared, yeah. and was like running up to the guy with the knife, <laughs> waving at him. And I'm thinking, I, this is so, so, so bizarre. He then reveals that it's Wolf and it's uh-huh. a fake knife and all this. But for a good 30 seconds, everyone was just kind of on edge going, what uh-huh. the hell is happening right now? <laughs> Wolf. Can't just come in normally. He does it again. Yeah. He is truly, <laughs> truly a character. Well, I'll say that. A, a huge thanks to everybody who came out. A huge thanks to those who supported uh, and uh, and everybody who helped us make it happen, including our promo team, who we've just asked so much of lately. Uh, so Asta, Jess, uh, Mike, who was on site, Taylor, who was in studio, yeah. Uh, thank you to our, team. our whole promotions team for the last, like, for all the, you know, what would you do for a thousand bucks? And and also that just like I told, I told Asta, I said, I promise you May will be more chill. Yeah, I'll, we'll give, you, I'll give you a little bit of time to catch your Until we come up with an idea tomorrow. We have asked so much stuff for them. But we do have, uh, we've got a name. I was giving out a code word uh, for everybody who dropped by a donation and you could text that in along with your full name. We've got that name. The end of our Tradio train here. The fridge that we had wrapped in Hits FM logoing plus a hundred bucks is going to a mr jameson levers jameson the fridge my friend belongs to you Hope you got a garage uh, and put it oh, in yeah. the uh, in the basement, you got some back space deck. For it. You got a hundred bucks to fill the bad boy. Oh baby, do what you like. Hundred bucks, you can get. I mean, do what you yeah, like. Maybe maybe you're maybe you're a beer guy. Mm-hmm. Maybe you're a seltzer guy. Yeah. Maybe you want to do a little mix. Maybe you're a bubbly guy. <laughs> whatever. You fill it with whatever you want to fill it with, man. Jameson Levers. What a great name. It is a good name. Jameson it's Levers. Name. Yeah. Strong name. Strong. Strong. The fridge is so sweet, too. Uh, again, it's over Facebook and Instagram, right? We were discussing on oh, uh, on Friday, actually, during the broadcast. I said, I'm actually a little upset that we're giving this away. Oh, God, I was so a little good. bit kicking myself that we were giving it away. Because it, it really looks cool. really, really cool. Right. Jameson Levers, get in touch with us, buddy. Congratulations. Again, a huge thanks to everyone who did stop by and make a donation. Say hi on Friday. Silver and Brown. ZZ Top. Soper and Brown Show, it's 97.7 Hits FM. We just heard from our buddy Jameson, didn't we? Yes, we did. Hell yeah. So that's awesome, boys. I just stepped out of the truck for two minutes and missed my name. So I uh, was able to text him and uh, and find him in the inbox there. So Jameson, congratulations, buddy. You've got the fridge. you got got 100 bucks to fill Sweet it with. Sweet-ass fridge. Dude. Yeah, man. Yeah, really great stuff. Uh, also, a few people have been chiming in because you said on Friday that we... Uh, we got an update on the cow. Not, not we have not just an update, but in our possession. In our possessions right now. Soper and Brown calendars. We've man. got them. 
We've got them. Another claps, please. There's two things that I was teasing on Friday that we now have in our possession. One is the calendars. Two is an abundance of Soper and Brown underwear mm-hmm. from uh, our very generous anonymous donor right at the end of the campaign who ordered 100 pairs of Soper and Brown undies. I have them in our office. So the calendar details to be coming. We got to figure out exactly how we're going to give those. We're going to try we have and two hundred of them. Yeah, we're going to try and do something. I think here on location. Maybe it's a front lawn Friday. Maybe it's a maybe it's an out in the community thing. Somewhere, some way, those calendars are going to be given away here. I would say within the next couple of weeks. It'll be and it'll be first come first serve. Yeah, we this took forever to get them. Yeah. it won't be a we can make more. We'll put a maximum of like like one or two per person kind of thing. And oh yeah, yeah, yeah. With, without a doubt. I yes. even think it. One per yeah. person who's coming, it was showing up. Either way, those details are coming up, but we do have them. I want to actually ask Hits Nation a question mm-hmm. because I know that there's an abundance of our listeners that are NASCAR fans. Sure, yeah. huge NASCAR Lots. fans. You are a ma- you become a massive F1 guy. Mm-hmm. There was a race yesterday. There was. I saw yeah. on Twitter there was some good drama there. I guess uh, a little bit early. Yeah, yeah. yeah there was some early drama. Uh, but NASCAR is something I, I really, it's a massive blind spot for me. And you maybe know a little yeah, more. Yeah, I knew a little more growing up. I was in the, you know, like the, the Jeff Gordon era of NASCAR when it was huge on uh, on Fox there for a bit. But I do I do keep up a little bit. My dad is always a big fan, so I keep an, I keep an eye. Enough that I can talk to Jonathan about it okay. and have an idea of what's going on. I'm hoping Hits Nation can explain something to me. So last night I was actually watching something. Around six o'clock ish, we're watching something separate on the PVR. Yeah, finished it, turned it off, and then the channel I was watching before was TSN. So what was on was the finish of the NASCAR race. Yeah, they were in uh, Talladega, right? Yeah, one of their biggest races of the year, right? I got to see the final like three laps. <laughs> it was chaos. Yeah, well, I'm looking at. Uh, I'm actually looking at the the finish of the race right now as there's cars like sliding oh. sideways towards the finish line. It, I understand. As I was watching that final three laps, I was like, "Oh, I get why people enjoy this. This <laughs> is crazy." Yeah, there was a final crash. There was yeah. people like bumper to bumper. It was really, really wild. What's the name of the guy who won? I think it's uh, Ross Chastain. That's it. Ross Chastain had the win yesterday. He ends up getting the win. Not because he made some insane pass. He even said, he said, I was just planning to be where I was. He kind of just stayed. I got lucky. I'm watching here. He kind of stayed in his, uh, on his racing line and was just, yeah, the guy that got through the pile. He he admitted he got lucky. So he wins. He does his donuts. Yeah. Okay. He stops, gets out of the car, immediately hugs his, one of his pit crew guys. Mm -hmm. And the guy hands him a watermelon. I'm like, what the <laughs> hell? This Ross guy gets a watermelon, jumps up on the na- on the car, his car, holds it above his his head. Crowd is going bananas, and he just boom smashes the watermelon into pieces. Like on the roof of the car? No, on the on the ground. Oh, on the ground. Boom! Thing just goes into a million pieces. I'm like, <laughs> is this like a thing that that the winners do? He then jumps off the car, grabs a hunk of the watermelon that was just smashed on the ground, and just starts eating it. Again, crowd just going crazy. My wife's like, oh, my God, he's eating it off the road. I'm looking at at pictures of it right now. He is. He is nose deep in that thing. So then they come over to do the interview. Uh He is eating watermelon while the interview is going on. Mm -hmm. This big hunk that he's just been gnawing on finishes the interview. He throws it. Yeah, he's standing on top of his car and just throws it into the ground. Wow. So he then walks over to the fence where the crowd is. Uh Uh-huh. 
The crowd, again, is going crazy. Sure. He then proceeds, this watermelon that he has just been <laughs> face deep in, he then proceeds to break pieces off it and starts handing it to children. <laughs> the children are reaching through the fence, grabbing it, and they just start eating the watermelon, to too. To get some Ross Chastain melon. He, wow. was, he was sharing watermelon with these kids, and everyone's just going crazy. So, according to the text box, right. he is an eighth-generation watermelon farmer. And the dude just like came from nothing. This is it's it's specific to him. Oh, so it's not like a NASCAR tradition. It's a Ross Chastain thing. Okay, that makes yeah. way more sense. Yeah. So if he wins, that's what he does. He smashes a watermelon. That yes, when he wins, yeah. Hmm. Okay, because I thought it was what, what's the there's one race where you drink a bunch of milk at that's the, the end. Indy. Indy. Yeah. Okay. I remember the milk thing and F1 has the champagne spray after yep. every uh, after every race. There's certain tracks that yeah. have certain traditions, of I course. I thought that's what this was. It was like, oh, when you win uh, here, you just <laughs> bow Talladega, you bang. The, the watermelon 300 or Like, oh, that's what yeah. I kind of thought, but yeah. no, I guess it's it's specific to him, eh? <laughs> yeah, I guess so. It was just crazy. I was I, thinking to myself, I if if I took my kids to the race uh-huh. and this guy just mowed down on some watermelon and started breaking off pieces of hand and I'm like I don't know if I'm having my kids grab it. <laughs> you sign it. You got a bite mark in there. The kids. We got a tooth impression. Look, kids. But the kids were. They weren't yeah. grabbing it, and they weren't just like, look. They immediately grabbed it and started eating it. What would your kid do if you hand him a watermelon? That somebody else's ate. Eh, I hope eating. they don't eat it. Well, you don't know. I guess. You're in the moment. You're in the moment. Handing the kids. They're like, (laughs) sharing watermelon with Ross Chastain. Sometimes you're just in the moment. Uh, Somebody said, it's still better than doing the shoey. The the beer out of the the currently warm I think I'd rather do that. Would you? Yeah, I don't know. It feels, maybe because I'm a beer guy. More than the melon share. Yeah. (laughs) I would do a shoey before I would watermelon share. What would you do? Uh, I think I do the shoey as well. Great text here said, uh, "You guys never eat road melon? So sheltered. That's awesome." Carl was too busy swimming in ditches to eat any road melon. Yeah, still house melon. Cut my life into pieces. This is my last resort. Soper and Brown show just got some audio here. Ross Chastain, who we we're just talking about, he won the NASCAR race yesterday. Yeah, smash a watermelon. Turns out he's a watermelon farmer. Comes from eighth generation watermelon farmer from Florida. Smashed it on the ground. Started eating it. They did ask him if it was sanitary. These watermelons on the on the front stretch have never tasted sweeter. Rocks, grime, rubber doesn't matter. A little bit of oil. It's, it's good for the good for the soul. <laughs> That a boy. He's, he's eating it, sharing it with the kids. Oh good, yeah. Good for the digestion. How much did he? How much did he uh, win for this race? I'm having a look here. I don't, I don't have an exact number. It looks like it might be between 1.6 and two mil. Okay. And again, look. So that goes to him, but it's split between your your mechanics, your team. There's money that sure. goes back to it. But he's he walked away with a good sum yesterday. If I had just won a million dollars, I probably also would eat road melon. Now let's go for the the best question of all. It comes from a dumpster band in the text box. Uh huh. Uh-huh. You've just won a NASCAR race. What is your food celebration? What are you spiking Ooh. off the roof of your NASCAR? You've just won uh, the Daytona. You climb up on the roof of your car, and I hand you... Well, we've said in the show before, I am a basic bitch. Yeah. I enjoy pumpkin spice-flavored things. <laughs> You'd be the biggest heel in NASCAR history. Matt Soper spikes a pumpkin spice latte off the roof of his car. Well, I was initially thinking a pumpkin. 
okay. But now I kind of want to be the bad guy and <laughs> spunk and uh, <laughs> spike a hole. You'd have to go. You'd have to go full. Uh, what was uh, uh, what was the guy's name? What was his name in uh, in Talladega Nights? Uh, Ricky Bobby. Yeah, but it was the oh uh, Sasha Baron Cohen. Yeah. I don't know. His I can't name remember his name. Yeah. Jean Gerard or something like that. So, or that sounds about right. <laughs> he's like sipping a macchiato while he's driving. That would be that would be you. It would have to be something like that, I suppose. From, yeah. Come from the world of Formula uh, and spike <laughs> a PSL off your NASCAR. <laughs> that would be um, just like I'm thinking of the crowd heat immediately. Yeah, it's incredible. <laughs> it's incredible. Oh, I thought you'd spike a poutine. Yeah, I wouldn't want to waste it. Yeah, you eat it. Yeah, I guess I eat it. Oh. You put it in the trophy or something. Oh, yeah, I, I did eat, Look, I ate it out of the garbage once. Yeah. One time. Yeah. And all of a sudden now I've got to eat it off a road. I'd spike a ham. Uh, hey, oh, yeah. brilliant. You give me a honey ham. I want to hear it slap off the tarmac. <laughs> ham Bobcat has entered the chat. I, <laughs> I try and land it flat so you get that real, that wet smack. Southern Ontario's Best Rock and the Silver and Brown Show. Now, now, it's time, it's time for Carl versus the World on 97.7 Hits FM. Now, before we go any further, yeah, somebody said, you have to slap a ham. It's like when you walk by a bag of soil at Home Depot, you got to slap it. Yeah, how do you know if it's any good? It's a good point. Yeah, pick up the ham, look at it, turn it. Spank it. Slap it. I love slapping a bag of soil. Oh, <laughs> yeah. there's nothing better. There's nothing better. Oh. No, I know. Carl versus the world. Uh, today you're going to be playing on behalf of John in Niagara Falls. Okay. And you're battling Matt in Milton. Matt, good morning, buddy. How you doing? Hey, not too bad. How are you? Fantastic. You like you like slapping a bag of soil as well? Oh, of course. It's the best, isn't it? Oh yeah. I get me out of home people all the time for it. Now, if you, I don't know if you just heard. Did you hear us talk about the NASCAR guy who smashed the watermelon? I did. Yeah. Okay. You've just won a NASCAR race, Talladega. Yeah. What are you smashing off your car? Hmm. I don't even know a pizza. A pizza? <laughs> Full pizza. Full yeah, pizza. Okay. Going Wal- going sure, Walter White. <laughs> I like it. I was saying to Soper as uh, you know, broccoli cheddar being the official soup of the Soper yeah, Brown Show. Yeah, throw a Hawaiian off it. Hawaiian? <laughs> so, seeing you like two hand dunk like a little vat of like the, uh, the broccoli cheddar soup. That's pretty good. I feel like the cleanup crew would be so hot about oh, it. Very mad. Uh, all right, Matt, we're going to do Family Feud here today. I assume you know how the show works, right? Oh, yeah. All right, so we got 100 people surveyed in each question. You're each going to answer. Whoever has the highest ranked answer gets a point. First to three wins. And we'll get you to answer first for the first round, okay? Yeah. Can you tell me? Name a book or movie series that fans will fist fight you if you badmouth. Harry Potter. Harry Potter. Twilight. Twilight. Twilight number five on the list. Mm-hmm. And Harry Potter is number one on the list. What else filled it out? Uh, Star Wars number two, Star Trek number three, Lord of the Rings number four. Gotcha. Nice work, Matt. Okay, Carl, <laughs> you answer first for this one. Okay. Name a word that rhymes with horse. Uh, course. Course. Wait, what? Sorry? Horse. Horse? Horse. Horse? Horse. Like the animal. The animal. What do you uh, say, sorry? Oh, course. That's what I no, said. That, that's what Carl said. Give us another one. Oh, sorry. I can't hear you guys that well. That's okay. Okay, well, give us another answer. Oh, um... Uh... Oh, my God. Need something from you. Uh, horse? 
I don't know. Yeah, all right. Course, yeah. Like, you're, you're, yeah, we're hit the buzzer. That's going to be a point for Carl. Uh, <laughs> course was number three on the list. Number one was Force. Number two was Source. Okay. You'll answer first for this one, Matt. All right. Name an animal sound that would not be sexy if made in the bedroom. <laughs> not sexy. Uh, moo. Okay, a cow? Ooh, that's what I was going to yeah, go with. Yeah, a cow. A cow? I like that you made the sound, too. Really good. <laughs> I'm going to go with pig. I don't think you want to hear a snort. Uh, what was the sound? <laughs> <laughs> now, you guys got one and two on the list. All right, that's good. The top answer was... Of a cow. Uh, nobody cow. wants to moo in the bedroom. Cow cow moo number one, pig number two. Number three, donkey. <laughs> number four, a bird sound. Number five, a turkey. I'm sorry, but if somebody makes me bray in the bedroom. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, uh, Carl, you'll answer first. Go on. Na- and by the way, if you get a point here, Matt, you win. Name something you would hate if your kid brought it home. Um, pet bird. Pet bird. Yeah. Matt? Uh, poop. <laughs> poop? Poop? Yeah. Uh, Who's that? <laughs> what the hell are you bringing old poop for? What if it wasn't even I theirs? I don't know. I don't have kids. I, was, I don't know what they bring I was home. just about to say, Matt, tell me you don't have kids without telling me you don't have kids. <laughs> uh, germs is on the list at number four, so maybe. Uh, it doesn't quite It qualify. doesn't matter because a pet, unwanted pet, was number unwanted two on pet. the list. Yeah. So Carl's going to get that. Uh, number one, by the way, was lice. Oh, number yeah. Number one was lice. That makes sense. Fifth question. This is going to decide it all. Matt, you'll answer first. Very simple. Name a U.S. state that starts with the letter M. What? Sorry? Name a U.S. state that starts with the letter M. M? Massachusetts. Massachusetts. Michigan. Michigan. You guys actually got two and three on the list. Number one was Maine. Maine? Ahead of Missouri and Mississippi? (laughs) You didn't even say those. I know. I had five all lined up. (laughs) Number two on the list, Massachusetts, which means Maddie. Oh, my God. Well, I had a couple stupid answers, so at least I redeemed myself that way. You you pulled out the win in the end. $100 worth of vouchers coming your way for the Lotto Max draw, which is going to be tomorrow. Stay on the line, and we'll get your information. Congrats, buddy. Okay, thank you. Southern Ontario's Best Rock and the Silver and Brown Show. Silver and Brown Show. It's 97.7 Hits FM. Shout out to Matt. Matt, he got himself $100 worth of vouchers. Lotto Max Draw will play again tomorrow. One of the questions, though, has fired up the text box. It said, what animal sound would, well, sorry, what animal sound would be the least sexiest in yeah, the bedroom? Or Matt, would not be sexy in the Matt bedroom? Matt said a cow, and I went with the pig. Text here says, are there any animal sounds you can make in the bedroom that are sexy? Uh, now, I'm not, for me, no, probably not. But if I can wrap my head around it, I bet you there's people who would say cat noise. Yeah. Maybe some people who would say a dog. Well, it depends what you're doing in there. Yeah. Are you guys doing like a little role play thing? That, that's what I mean. I think like for some thing, people, like, yeah. that would work. You could get there. Yeah. But in terms of the cow, yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know. No. I don't know about that It's a tough one. one. I know I couldn't make it. No? No. (laughs) Mm. (laughs) You just sound distressed. (laughs) Well, 
Is that typically the case? Yes. I like the donkey one. The donkey one was yeah. a good one. Although Carl said, "What does a what does a moose sound like when they're running?" Let's look that up. A moose sound like when yeah. they're running. Just curious. Just having a look here. Does that? You're just doing some personal research. Yeah, I am. You mind? Yeah. No, no, please. I love. <laughs> I I actually love it when you uh, when you live Google. I. I, uh, Let's see what a moose calls. I, like I, I appreciate it. <laughs> uh, I do like a good live Google. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Maybe this. You're you, sorry. You're curious what a moose sounds like. Yeah. Oh, it's this. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we had that on file. Yeah. As the moose, right? Yeah. I think you can get away with that. The that. <laughs> yeah. Big finish. No. <laughs> <laughs> Neither of you said camel. I was a little disappointed. Look, there. if anybody made that noise with me in there, I'd consider it a compliment. Would you? Yeah. <laughs> if they started making the camel noise? If you did that to somebody. Actually, if your skills did that right. to somebody, no, come on. You're right. You're absolutely correct. <laughs> oh, my God. I never really thought about it like There's that, no to be asking, honest. asking, was it good for you if, yeah. they, if they sound like this? Yeah. <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. Do you remember the person called and did the turkey sound for us the one time? <laughs> You don't have to ask. If you made somebody. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. Right? Would you be able to finish? Would I? Yeah, like if all of a sudden, like, it's happening. Now I want you to imagine yeah. it's happening. You're, You're doing right. your thing. and I'm there. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get to questions and get to your questions. We got we got something to give away to, don't we? Sure do. All right, what are we giving away? <laughs> Feel bad mentioning them. <laughs> uh, we are giving away a four pack to the Motorama Custom Car and Motorsports Expo. It's hitting the International Center April 29th through May 1st. We have got four packs to give away all this week, so let's start today. Uh, open mic session here. Get your questions in nine seven seven nine seven seven. Best questions going to win a four pack. One more. Oh, Lord. This is CHTZ in Niagara and Hamilton. It's Monster Truck, 977 Hits FM, Soper and Brown Show. Let's get to some questions. Call me now. Who is this? A huge ass. Is this two people on the line? No, I don't do no party line. <laughs> 977-977. You can text the show. Give us a call to 905-688-9797. You know, I want to say really quickly. Go ahead. I'm just looking up at the TV uh, yeah. that we have in studio. Yeah. And some NHL team got called for too many men. They had like seven guys on the ice last night. Uh-huh. Uh, my son had a ball hockey game yesterday. Oh, right on. It's uh, like the kids there are seven, eight, or nine kind of age range. Right. His My son's team. Had too many men on the one time. Oh, yeah? Ref blows a whistle. They had six guys on. Okay. Blows a whistle. Sure. He just lets one of them go off. Oh, no penalty, sir. No penalty. They don't do penalties? In no, your... they do do Oh, penalties. they do? Yeah. But not for this? Well, and I've seen them get... I, I, I... Now, Marshall confessed to me that his team is so bad. 
They have yet to win a game. They won two in a row. No way. They've won two in a row. Oh, when I was over uh, last week when the power was yeah. out, he said they had not won a game yet. He, yeah. They were just terrible. He'd won two in a row. Oh, wow. Yeah. Did they redraft the league? <laughs> Maybe some of the solid players showed up. I, I got know. to I got to express to him that in my first year of ball hockey, uh, when I was in grade, I believe it was in grade six, uh, my team also went winless. Winless. Yeah, completely winless He's the entire got year. Two in a row. I got to learn how to just eat it. <laughs> well, I, I just couldn't believe it. Like, no penalty. I almost wanted to be like, hey, put him in the box. How are they going to learn? Yeah. Give him a penalty. Yeah, man. Couldn't believe it. Anyway. Just have an extra dude running the floor. Just popped just popped into my brain as I saw that. I was like, wow, he was really lax. What is the best summer backyard game? It's bocce ball. Bocce for you. I'm going to go ladder golf for me. What is the most annoying instrument that exists? I'm going to go for the recorder. I was just about to say the recorder. I think it's I the most annoying because to. I think the most people have had exposure to it through whoever kid like brings it home from whatever music class plays it poorly for a brief period of time and then has to uh and then, you know, gives it back or gives it up or does whatever. It's exactly what I was going to say. I just couldn't remember the name of it. The recorder. So I agree. The tiny little flute thing. <laughs> mhm. Yes. Uh hot cross buns. <laughs> That's what I learned on it. I remember this is way off topic, but let's go there anyways. Mm-hmm. We, I, we were in, I was in theater class uh, through school, and uh, we were doing like a, a musical thing mm-hmm. where there was like this kind of country band, and they actually like built me a gut bucket, which is a huge uh, like metal like a metal wash bin, and there's a hole cut through the center of it, and a string that goes up, which attaches to like like a broom or a shovel handle, and you play it. Like a stand-up bass. Huh. You put a little... Yeah, really? Thing, yeah, yeah. Gut bucket? Yeah, they call it gut bucket. Yeah, so you so, played the gut bucket. Yeah, I was playing it. I remember like I was, I had it at home with me, so I had it like perched up, and I, I was just like trying to get used to it. I was listening to songs, trying to listen to the bass line and get like comfortable yeah. with it. My parents just like, shut up! <laughs> Stop doing Like stomping on the floor. And I was like, I'm trying it. Like, it's for it's class. Shut up! <laughs> Thanks for encouraging me. Anyways. <laughs> Really appreciate it. Wow, you could have had a long career in the gut bucket game. Could have been. Could have been. I could have been something. You could have been something. Is it just me, or do you guys struggle to open the little produce bags at the grocery store? All the time. Yeah, endlessly. And like licking your fingers right now seems I don't weird. Do it. Right? I try and like rub it together to get some separation. Yeah. You know what I'll do actually the- sometimes? Mm-hmm. My, here's my hack. Mm-hmm. I walk over to, you know, the veggie session, uh, section that gets sprayed by the water? Yeah. I walk up. And I just touch my finger oh, a little on the there. little spray, Not like bad. the thing that sprays, because a little Not droplet, bad. doom, boom. Yeah, you know, my hack is I go to the the where the mushrooms, where they have the paper bags for the mushrooms. And I just steal more paper bags. Paper bags. Yeah, I take them over and wow. do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. You know, I did an uh, Walmart online order yesterday. Mm-hmm. Apparently, they're going no plastic bags. Oh yeah. Like they're gone. So just your produce and your bag and take it home put it in your shelf and it's on you go everything like you you have to bring the what do you, those paper uh-huh. uh, mesh bags now you have yeah. to bring those and if you don't uh-huh. you're walking out of there with a cart full of stuff oh wow they told me in my email said you got to make sure you bring bags i didn't have bags so i brought two laundry baskets there you go said fill up the baskets whatever doesn't fit put it on the floor do the costco thing where you're constantly scouting for a cardboard box yeah. the entire time you're <laughs> shopping to fill with your stuff yeah, yeah. uh would you rather Poop a little every time you shake someone's hand or burp every time you kiss someone. Burp, yeah, burp. Get, every time I kiss somebody, burp. I have to go with the burp mm. thing. I shake more hands than I kiss. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, 
yeah. My God, being single though, that would suck. Tough one. You got to pick one famous TV or movie vehicle to drive forever. Permanent driver forever. What do you choose? Bumblebee Transformers. Yeah, well, yeah. Not even a question. Yeah. That's where you go, eh? Yeah, absolutely. Hmm, that's not bad. Yeah, that's the answer. That is not bad. I, I don't think you're going to beat it. Mm, I got to think now. Ghostbusters car? That's pretty good. Draws a lot of attention, though. It's yeah. fun for a bit because you got to think. Like, this is your this is your daily driver forever. This is it. This is all you get. So you got to think. Like you don't always want people to be like, "Sweet car, dude." And be like, "I'm just trying to go into work." And be like, "So how long have you had like a big fan?" Like every <laughs> single time, every time. I don't know, man. Give me the uh, give me the Wayne's World. Give me the Mirthmobile. <laughs> little flames down the yeah. side. Yeah. I thought you were gonna choose the dog car from Dumb and Dumber. <laughs> good travel vehicle. Uh, what's the last decision that you knew you would regret, but you still made it anyway? Mine is quite obviously the plastic box that I paid too much for that now yeah. sits and holds the outdoor cushions at my house. Yeah. I made that decision yesterday. Knew I was going to hate it. Hated it. Still made it. Looked at it. Lawn looks great. Backyard. Organized. Tidy. I'm still angry. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't right. Yeah, no, that's fair. It's a plastic box for the love of God. Oh, what would I... What would I go with? Last decision that you made that really bothered you, but you knew you had to do it anyways. Oh, man. Can I say the hike? Although I, I had fun on mm-hmm. when I did that accidental 8K hike. But the point where you thought you maybe should have turned around the first time as yeah. opposed to pushing forward? Yeah, that's probably it. Yeah. Uh, is it bad that I want my wife to make that turkey noise from your caller? No. No, no, not at all. Should, I think we should all want I, that. I think Carl was correct as, as, you know, as odd as this is. If your partner starts making that, I think you feel pretty good about yourself. I think you've done right. Yeah. You're going to go tell your buddies. I like, but- this. <laughs> I like this one from Matt in Georgetown. It's my birthday. Can I just have what you guys are giving away? No. Mm, I like the I like your moxie. Yeah. But no, here's a fish sandwich. Do I get a fish sandwich? Two more. Go. What are the worst places to take a girl on a first date? Oh, man. Strip club's bad. Strip club's a real, real Strip club's bad. bad. Something, your, something your like- place of work? Yeah, something like with your dudes- Mm. Or where you know more people than she knows, you know, like that kind of thing. Mm. And it goes, it's a first date. Go and get to know somebody. Don't don't drag them. The movie, as much as the movies seem like a good fit, the movies aren't, aren't great. It's, it's you're gonna sit next to each other for two hours pretty quietly. Mm. Good point. Not for a first date. That's a good point. Third or fourth, okay, but not for a first where you're like this is a get to know yourself. You're you're mm. at an interview, man. That's what yeah. you're doing. That's fair. Yeah. I think if anywhere you work or anywhere you're getting a deal, yeah. like, like, oh, I know the guy here, but you yeah. look kind of cheap. Yeah, I think so, too. Uh, on that topic, somebody said, I got an interview in 15 minutes. What oh. questions should I ask them? Oh, man. Great questions to ask an employer in an interview. Beyond the usual stuff, like, you know, wages and hours and that kind of thing. Ask them why the last person whose job you're taking, why did they leave? Yeah, that's a great, that's a great thing. See if they're honest about it. Yeah. Yeah. Because if you get the job, you can find out. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Yeah. It's a great point. If you get the gig and be like, okay, so this is why they told me, you know, Gary left. Yeah. Why did Gary actually leave? And they'd be like, oh, well, that... let me tell you. That's a good way to get to know somebody. I think it's a great one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what do you like for best question here? I think I'm going with the movie car. The movie car? Yeah. Yep. All right. November 22nd, 2018. Soper and Brown Show, it's 97.7 Hits FM. Carl, I got a side gig for you, pal. Go. You want to make a little uh, 
a little extra cash on the side. Love to earn. What about becoming mm-hmm. a chief taco officer? Does that mean? The company is called Favor. Mm-hmm. Now, they are Texas-based, so we may have to move you there, and then you can just remote in from there. Easy. You can do the show from there. They want you to taste and review every taco in Texas. Everyone? That's right. From tip to tail? That's right. That's a lot of taco. Tacos are one of the top favored foods across all of the cities Obviously. we serve throughout Texas. Yes. The history and the culture behind one of the most iconic foods in the Lone Star State. The parts of Mexico that we stole. Vary from city to city. <laughs> and we're excited to offer this job to our new chief taco officer to discover the best and wow. most authentic tacos out there. Wow. I'd be a bad guy to do the rating system there because Mexican food is one of my absolute favorite things. Uh, would you be the perfect guy? I, In terms of like consumption like honest yes, like yes i could hit two or three spots a day but I, I would need like i need some accompaniment to like spreadsheet this thing and really take a good honest approach at it so the, i would take that job extraordinarily seriously as well i think that's what they want yeah maybe i'm the guy then you'll get the food is free accommodations free transportation free Ooh. and they give you ten thousand dollars ten grand man to take to taste tacos for free you have to make a you have to make a real schedule of it. Because oh yeah, ten grand's not going to pay your whole way. So if I'm still doing this show, that'd be fine because I can get up, do the show, I go out, breakfast taco, lunch, dinner, dessert, dessert taco. <laughs> I mean, this is ten grand. Yeah, you can do the show from there. I could. That's true, actually. Are they going to hire somebody out of state for it, though? That might be tough. No, we have to send you there first before you get the job. Uh, I got to go. We're taking a real risk here. I have to go get accustomed. Yeah, we're taking a real risk. (laughs) But I think you're the perfect guy for it. You love tacos. And look, people call them with jokes in the machine all the time. Uh You're very honest with your reviews. That's true, man. Man, that'd be a great gig. Chelsea the other day sent me a picture of some Mexican food that we had in Arizona like Mm -hmm. four years ago. And I still can't get it out of my brain <laughs> it was like this huge platter that we got from the this uh and it's kind of like a chain or whatever uh local chain there and i'm still thinking about it yeah i want it now now that i'm thinking would you go there or can we send you to texas to try some of these ones <laughs> look my my true calling in final form is really some version of a guy fieri triple d's sort of thing yeah i love driving love collecting Love making stops at all these little eateries. Like, it really is some kind of a Canadian Guy Fieri mode. But you know what the issue is? Uh-huh. Is that the BS in between, mm-hmm. you want no part of. That's true. The hearing about it, oh, tell me about it, this... Oh, like the story of like, oh, yeah, the restaurant's had, yeah, it's true. Right? Because be, yeah, they've been yeah. doing this stuff since 1956, and they're, you don't Whatever. want any part of that. Feed me the talking points. I'll fire them out there. It's, don't worry about no, it. No, it'd be 30 minutes of just. Just me eating? Mm. This one's good. Mm. All right, next. <laughs> That's really good. Next. We don't like the texture on that. Next. The Silver and Brown Show on 97.7 Hits FM. Silver and Brown Show, it's 97.7 Hits FM. If you missed it earlier this morning, Jameson Leavers was our big winner of the Hits FM fridge. I'm just actually uh, chatting with Jameson right now about uh, picking up said fridge from our our rap guys there in Ancaster. Huge thanks again to anybody who stopped by on Friday and made a donation. And if you did, you got into the draw. 
Hundreds upon hundreds of people we had to choose from today. Reach into the old bucket, and Jameson was the name we chose. So shout out to him. We don't know if he's. We, we should ask him actually. Mm-hmm. You know, you got a garage, basement, back porch. Like, yeah, I will. I will ask about uh, where you know, is this beautiful pl- thing going? Plans for for said fridge. F- Facebook and Instagram. You can see the fridge. It truly is an impressive piece and and a really cool thing to give away at the end of Tradio. Yeah. So pictures are there of the fridge, of course, and uh, of our of our broadcast uh, throughout the day. We were visited by a ton of people. We were even visited by a duck. Yeah, so Jeffrey the duck stopped by. One of the last things I expected was a guy to walk up with a duck. Uh-huh. He, we, of course, brought him over and asked him about it. It was a rescue, and it just became attached to him. The duck pooped all over our broadcast desk. That was exciting. And you know what's interesting? If you head to Facebook, if you head to Instagram, yeah. there's, a, there's a picture of us uh, talking to uh, Jeffrey the duck and his, uh, and his owner. There's a little Easter egg. And I don't mean an Easter egg specifically, but, you know, something hidden uh-huh. in that picture. Oh. A little something hidden in that picture that I'm, su- I'm surprised that nobody commented on. Okay. Um, Facebook, you said? Yeah. It's a, so go to the third picture in that collage, the one where you're talking to the gentleman with the duck. Okay. One right? Sec here. Yeah. You there? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Third you're, picture? Yeah. So you're standing there. You've got the mic uh, pointed towards him. I'm holding my mic, my headphones on, standing there yeah, yeah. by my setup. Is there anything unusual that you see on the table? On the table. Oh, just you know, yeah, just look at the, view the picture, but yeah, the table Should specifically. I zoom in? Yeah, okay, I zoom on. in a little. I'm on the duck. Okay, soap and brown coffee mug. And then Oh <laughs> Is that what I think it is? It was there all morning. <laughs> when did you put that on there? First thing. Really? Yeah. Carl Brown <laughs> took one of our tiny suction cupped penises and put it on his laptop. Yes. It was just sitting on your laptop the all, whole time? All morning. <laughs> I, I did it first thing. I completely forgot about it. Then I was going back to the I was going back through the pictures of the day, looking at our social posts and our engagement and all that kind of stuff. And there I saw is. in that photo, the third one there, there is a picture of one of our S and B three D printed uh penises, suction cupped. To the back of my computer. Jeff. Thank you, Jeff. Oh, there were so many children. I know. You know <laughs> Sam came up to get a picture with like her son. Yeah. And I like quietly like turned my back towards the computer. Oh, to cover to it. To cover it up. But no one else even noticed. I left it there the whole day. That is hilarious. <laughs> yes. So go and have a look. A little Easter egg left there. I was curious to see this morning if anybody had commented and found it yet. Kind of a where's Waldo. We should start doing this with our pictures. Actually, great idea. Stash one somewhere, see if you find it. Maybe uh, we'll never remember to do every picture. But of course not. We can't most remember of clip them. of the week most weeks. Yeah. Which? Huh? <laughs> Any picture that involves us now, just... We'll try. Yeah. Yeah. Zoom in. Somewhere. Try to find it. It's the where's Waldo. But where's... <laughs> y- you know. Aggressively penis. ACDC 97.7 Hits FM. Soper and Brown Show. All right. Uh, before we get out of here and figure out what we learned really quickly, sitting on line 29, Andrea uh, is, works with Niagara Dog Rescue. And I know Jonathan talks to them, uh, oh, obviously, every weekend is trying to help get dogs adopted. They've adopted a whole ton. Yeah. You can find them over at our website. Uh, Ajax is a dog they're trying to get adopted this week. But they were hoping to get a little bit of extra information out there. Because it is a bit of a special case, and and you were saying that Ajax does need a, a little bit of special care, right? Yeah, he needs like um, a patient adopter. He's uh, takes some time to warm up to people, especially yeah. strangers. So we're just looking for you know 
more like a quiet home for him. Obviously, no other, no kids, no other pets. Mm-hmm. Maybe more rural, not like the busy city or anything. Gotcha. He just wouldn't do well there. So he needs some space and uh, and kind of a quiet property. That's that's the home he's yeah, seeking out. Yeah, like a quiet house. Like if it's you know one person or a retired person okay. or a couple, uh, build his trust. But, I mean, once you do, he's so loving and playful and loyal. Great. But he just needs that time. Yeah, no, that's totally fair. Well, I appreciate you giving us some heads up. And if anybody wants any more details on Ajax or any of the dogs, uh, Jonathan is doing this every month. So we're on the Hits Hounds page of our website, hitsfm.com. So, Andrea, thank you so much. Have a great morning. Thank you. All right. Uh, what else did we learn? Let's show today. Uh, we learned that we gave away uh, our fridge finally. Uh, Jameson was our winner of that. Jameson Levers is going to pick up that uh, lovely Hits FM logoed fridge. And that wraps up a round of Tradio. <laughs> So he said for that dog, Ajax said, sounds like you're describing Brown. Yeah, that's right. It's if Carl was a dog. A, a quiet setting, somebody with a lot of patience, yeah. some space. Don't spook him. Don't approach me quickly. <laughs> um, Good point. Some folks just learned that there's a little Easter egg hidden in one of our pictures from Friday's uh, Tradio event as well. Uh, we learned that the calendars, the Soper and Brown calendars, are now in our possession. We're going to have details coming your way. We learned that maybe the most overpriced piece of backyard anything is the random plastic box that you shove your cushions into as uh, I went and purchased one yesterday paid out the nose for it and realized that that's just kind of the going rate the going rate is sorry this sucks for the large plastic box over 200 bucks yeah it was, oh. it was yeah it was 229 before tax you bought so you bought a large plastic bin yeah. and a leaf blower yeah leaf blower was less money it was 130 yeah <laughs> It's fine. That's ridiculous. That's exactly what I needed to do. Um, I had a little Hamilton trip on Saturday there. Farmer's Market, Dr. Disc, and Merritt Brewing. Shout out to everyone there. And uh, to our buddy Trevor in Sons of Butchery, who was a great tour guide for me there uh, on Saturday. Uh, one more thing. can I, I want to give a shout out, if I may. Please. To somebody who, you always talk about the show, uh, you know, people who maybe mess up at their gigs or with our Dink of the Day stuff. I want to yep. give a, can I give a shout out to some exceptional service? Please. Shout out to Kenzie who works at the GameStop at Penn Center. I had a pre-order for a WWE Funko. That sounds about right. She called me on Friday and said, I've got your pre-order. And also, there is another piece that came in, and I've only got one of them, and I just had a feeling that you would probably want it. She put it aside for me. I came in, purchased them both. She also placed a couple other pre-orders for me and set up some alerts. And wow. just like you talk about going over and above. Wow. And doing what it takes to like make sure like loyalty and yes. that kind of stuff. So Kenzie and uh, the folks at uh, a GameStop at Penn Center, she is an asset to your team. That's incredible. Yeah. What was the extra? The extra? Yeah. Uh, it's hard to explain. It, it was yeah, another okay. WB Funko, okay, okay. but I'll, I'll show it to you. It's yeah. very. It was a GameStop exclusive. It's an Undertaker. He's sitting in the coffin. It's very cool. Wow. It's very cool. <laughs> Anyways, made my day on Friday. So, Kenzie, thank you so great, much. great, yeah. great service. Over and above. When she called yeah. and she said, I got this too, so if you come down, it's sitting here with your name Hell on it. Yeah. I just thought, that is just, you talk about just nailing it. So, thank you so much for that. Made my day. All right, Ash is up next. Enjoy the rest of your Monday party, people. We'll see you tomorrow. There's a voice keeps on calling me down the road. That's where I'll always be. Every stop I make, I make a new friend. Can't stay for long. Just turn around and I'm gone again. Maybe tomorrow I'll want to settle.
Nice work, everyone. Sharp broadcast. Really good. Everyone on the floor as well. Really a lot of hustle. I liked it. The Silver and Brown Show. 97.7 Hits FM.